Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to another episode of the Married Men Don't Talk Show. Phone lines are open right now, but this show is strictly for men only. We do have a few rules. There are no profanity, no politics, and no racial stuff. And this is not Bible study. My name is Tony Hawkins. Tony Hawkins, I'll be, your, I'll be your host, along with my co-hosts, Rodney Turner and Darren Smith. Tonight's topic is, she hit me. Now, I think that hopefully we can all agree that when men are abusive, physically abusive in relationships, they may get that from their father, their grandfather, another male that they have seen in their past display this type of behavior. The first question I want to throw out tonight is where do, where would a woman get that from? Like if we can pin down where a man gets it from, but where would a, where would a woman get that type of behavior from? Uh, she could get it from a father, from a mother, or she could get it from another boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Mm, another boyfriend. Huh? I don't understand the question. Friend or husband. You want to repeat it again? I said, um, in abusive relationships, I think we can agree, hopefully, that a, a man would probably get that type of behavior from his father or his grandfather or some other male in his life. The question was, where would a woman a female naturally get that kind of behavior from, to be abusive in a relationship. Wow. Meaning physically abusive? Physically abusive, yes. Yeah, I, I, I kind of see it from, like the guy said about the female. Like, guys get it from their mothers, too. Guys get it from uh, former girlfriends. Um, so I th- I, I've seen it as universal, but you know, everybody else got their own experience. Cool. I, I've cool. seen it where um, a woman can be just an, an angry type of person, not so much that she's seen um, her anybody beating up anybody, but just being angry and the way she responds is to put her hands on somebody. Mm. Mm. I wonder where that anger comes from. And I, I noticed that I see that a lot in, in Afro-American women um, where it's, it's just, you know, they made a movie about it. You know what I mean? It's just anger from not knowing where it comes from. You know what I mean? Um, it could be, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think one of the contributors to it is just the stress associated with just being black and being a woman. But 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 no matter what your circumstances, because I mean there's some that had a pretty good situation growing up and still angry. Yeah, and and, and you know it could be ethnicity based, and it could also be um, um, just your emotions, just the way women are wired. They're wired to be more emotional than we are. Let so. me use a street terminology, um, only because throughout this show. I, I'm, I'm going to hate the fact that we make these excuses for ladies and we have these absolutes for men, but I understand everybody got different experiences. But look at it from the standpoint of the hood. If you don't run into something early to challenge your mouth, 
you tend to do it through teenage and into adulthood. But some of your best friends were the ones you fought when you were a kid, and they later became your best friends. But some people, they just never had their mouth challenged, not even by their own parents. Mm. So what you're saying is, when you say mouth challenge, so we hear people being sassy, disrespectful. Is that what you mean by being challenged? Yeah, I mean that sometimes people, male or female, they do things because they've never run into a situation where someone corrects them for their behavior, whether physical or or through words. It's the same thing if if I met one of you guys and I started, even though I've spoken on this on your show, I started saying something inappropriate, and somebody says, "Hey, classy, chill out." No, f that. It knows somebody got to tell classy, hey, hey, bruh. And, and, and that's how it is. Some people have never been challenged. You think about the boy who grew up in such a scenario where he won every fight and the people around him always bowed down to him and his immediate family let him get away with murder. Well, he goes to college and he tries that with some one of his dorm mates and they punch him in his mouth. Totally different mm. scenario. Or with a female where her mother has taught her to devalue other people. And, or, or, or even her father has taught her to be uh, proud beyond her means. Then she runs into a situation where uh, maybe daddy died and uh, now i got to pay for everything and I resort to hoeing. That's why I said sometimes people, when they run into that brick wall that they can't explain, that's when you find out who you really are. But that's... That's that psych book talking now. So, Got it, got it. I like it. So when we talk about tough exterior, right, some women have that tough exterior. They've probably got it from growing up with a lot of brothers, uh, over-aggressive father, um, rough neighborhood. Um, you know, there's plenty of ways, you know, a woman can get it. But when that woman brings that into a marriage, what are the, some of the things that can make her turn that switch on? And what I mean by is actually be abusive, physically abusive towards her husband. What are some of the things that can happen that will make her flip that switch? I would say if she feels like she's um, not being respected, like as if you're um, being like disrespectful or condescending, I think that'll tri- that'll trip it. And there's always this thing in psychology they call triggers, and that could be a yep. childhood event, that could have been an event that you had with a previous boyfriend or, or what have you. So sometimes a trigger, and that's why you know we 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 kind of say when a male is demeaned. I'm not going to say abused, but demeaned. If he's not, if he doesn't have enough pride within himself to deal with being demeaned by a woman, he can. That is considered abuse because that's just like a man saying to a woman, "You ain't going to be nothing without me." It's the same presence. Hmm. Makes sense. 
makes sense. I mean, because but is that is that something that is that something that can be attractive for a man? You know, when a woman don't take no mess, when a woman is down one hundred percent for you, if y'all out in the street and something happened, she got your back. She's that kind of woman. Can that be somewhat attractive or no? I mean, y'all know the type. Yeah, I mean, that that can be. Um, that can appeal to a man. You know, a woman that you know without a doubt, if, if, if when the chips are down, she right there with you. You know, if you're getting robbed or whatever, you know, she going to, you know, jump. And then it's also like I had a personal friend, 16 years old. Uh, he could not be with a nice girl. He had to be with an abusive, uh, a verbally abusive girl. His mother was very verbally abusive to him, like extremely. And um, when I came, when, when me and him started hanging, I actually introduced him to some nice, sweet girls. He never could stay with them. And he would go to the girls who were like, uh, and I'm going to use Rodney for an example. Rodney, come here. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, what's up, brother? But he was a, but he was a gun, gun-shooting, dope-selling type of dude. But he had that demeaning spirit toward women because of how he was raised. Now, his father spent his entire life in jail to the point where one day, because uh, his name was Pootie, Pootie uh, was selling marijuana one day, and a guy came to buy some marijuana from him. He, and Pootie said to the dude, you don't know who I am, do you, dude? He said, no, young blood, what's up? He said, I'm your son, nigga. So wow. those are the kinds of experiences you have if you're not strong enough. And then I, I've had a deacon uh, at a, a, a Bishop Eddie Long Church who was getting beat by his wife on the regular. I told y'all that story before. And... Um, you know, there was one dude, he used to beat women, and he felt so bad about it that through the power of God, i.e. karma, uh, he had a little five-foot woman that used to beat him on the regular. And he used to just take it because he thought he deserved it. So there's all types of stuff that happen. Wow. So you saying he felt as though he deserved it? Yeah, he was a... He was a Almost foot muscle bound dude, and when he was younger, he would beat on women, and he he wouldn't fight her back. He would just take it and take it and take it, and he wouldn't leave. Mm, 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 mm. Hey Tony, yeah, you had asked a question about um, you know, having a girl that's down for you that I guess will you know fight with you and all that other stuff. Uh, that's a double-edged sword because the girl might talk too much, not know when to shut up. Just got to jump in it. Don't won't let you just handle the situation. Got to be barking over your shoulder and stuff like that. No, no, I mean, that's unattractive. That's one of the most unattractive things ever. Is a woman that gets you caught up in some stuff because she's hot-tempered. Now listen, listen, listen. He makes a good point, but whose wife? On this, who, who who's married to a woman on this phone that that won't do that? Yeah, I am. I mean, you. I mean, that's not even marriage material. Somebody who's all no. Ike, 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 listen, man. If somebody's disrespecting you, and it's a woman, 
and your wife is there? Oh, yeah, she's going to be there. I'm talking about just out the jump. I mean, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, not out the jump. No, not out the jump. She's got to give you a rumble. Yeah, due process. She's got to give you the opportunity to to, to right, actually right. handle that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah my wife's yeah. almost jumped out the truck. Come on, man. Run the mill. Yes. <laughs> I, I already know it. Chick, I already know it. You know what I'm saying? Chick blew, chick blew her horn at me. I guess she was having a bad day, man. I I didn't even think nothing of it. I had to catch her. I said, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So she wasn't blowing the horn at you because you were cute. She was blowing the horn at you because to get out of the way. Yeah, she was. I did something. I don't even remember what I did, but I did something that apparently she didn't agree with, and uh, my wife didn't believe I was in the wrong. That was it. So that's that hot temper. Yeah, zero to one hundred. But it seems like it seems like in most cases we're exempt. I'm not going to say, but I'm going to say in some cases we're exempt from, from that hot temper because we know they have it. And a lot of times it's not just uh, uh, the mouth. It can get physical. You know what I'm saying? Just like the brother was just saying about people who aren't exempt and they get beat down from their wives, which is crazy to me. Hello? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we yeah I'm, I'm with you. Oh, we still there. We still, we still there. So, so... Here's a $64,000 question. What is a man supposed to do when his wife hits him? What is a man supposed to do? I don't know. I've never been hit. Anybody? A man, a man is supposed to immediately. This is just what I tell dudes: you immediately take out your camera and start videotaping. You, you, you immediately call the police because here's the thing that gets men in trouble. Men try to be noble and chivalrous, and but it's not respected in 2014 America by all women or even majority of women. Because under these pressure situations, these people, and I'm going to give you some proof later on, you know, after everybody okay. else talks, but it's not to the point where it's a fair thing. So guys are no longer in the position where that stuff is appreciated. So now people, when they're mad, are strategically using that to damage this other human being that's the man. And we, we see too many examples of it. We see Jason Kidd getting beat by his woman for years. And then one time he fight back, all of a sudden he's a terrible person. You, you see um, uh, all these other uh, scenarios. Uh, so it's like you're supposed to take out your video camera now, start taping. Don't argue. Tape. If you Ray Rice, don't hit nobody. Say, hey, your stuff will be on the porch in the morning. we got to start taking a little – note from what white men, which who are not perfect, but what they do in these scenarios. Most of them don't argue. Most of them just get beat or they remove the people from their situation. It does not pay to fight back. It's just, it's, it doesn't even pay to talk back. Pull out your camera, call the police, put it in as evidence. Anybody else? I mean, I, I mean that, that's one perspective. 
and it makes sense because you're going to need your video evidence in court, especially if she flipped it back and said you hit her first. But anybody else, what are you supposed to do if your wife hits you in your house that you're the head of? What are you supposed to do? I would say for myself, I I couldn't take that. Like, I, I just... It, I shouldn't be putting my hands on my wife, and my wife shouldn't be putting her hands on me. And she just went, she ain't going to just put her hands on me. She ain't going to haul off and slap me or punch me in the face, and nothing happens to her. And the reason I think that way is because I believe I have to um, train her not to do that. Okay. So you were hit her Pretty much, if she hit me, she may as well be hitting herself. I totally agree. Okay. What you mean by well, trainer? She just needs to know there's repercussions to putting her hands on me. But, that pretty much that's not no free that's not no free ride. But you know, but getting arrested is a is a repercussion. So I mean, the only repercussion isn't just to uh, is is just physical violence. Another repercussion is to get arrested. I would. I would I would submit that it's possible that the getting arrested repercussion would probably stick with her longer than the uh, than the hitting back repercussion. Just like when you're a kid and you get spanked. I know when I was a kid, I'd rather get spanked than punishment anytime because the punishment lasted longer and had long, you know, it, it affected me more. So you know, I you know, so my answer is I, I call the police. I've had it happen. I call the police. That's just what I do. But I also, if you're trying to teach a lesson, that's the lesson to me. That's a better lesson to teach. One, you teach it that there are repercussions. And then two, especially if you have kids, you, you, you still, you know, uphold the right values in front of them and, and you know, when you're dealing with them as well. So let me, uh, let me throw a monkey wrench. So imagine if you call the police three times that it happens and they tell you, uh, man, just go take a walk. Or the police tell you, well, we're going to have to take both of you. What is your ideology then? Uh... They haven't told me to take a walk. Uh, they have taken her. Um, if they told me to just take a walk and, and let it happen, I probably I'm not just would. Yeah, I'm, I'm not talking about you personally. I'm just saying for those people who are listening who try to use that advice, because you've got to understand outside of yourself, the, the thing that happens as a norm, they'll tell the man to go take a walk, blow it off, come back later when he wants his wife arrested and he has evidence because I've sat in those type of courtrooms, or they'll tell the man that they're taking you both. So what would be your ideology if faced with those situations for those who are listening? Was that directed at the, at the brother that was talking? Yeah, that was directed to the brother that was uh, speaking. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, I do think that that's a tough situation. I know that as a just as a citizen, you can say I'm pressing charges on it, and they got to, you know. And the worst case is you got to go down and do it. To me, though, I think my goal is not to have my wife be in actual jail, right? That's not that's, that would never be my goal if I'm in that situation. My goal is to teach her that she can't do what she just did, and that there are repercussions, and there are repercussions that I can take that won't allow that have me end up ended up in jail. And the thing is, is that the cops can't say they're going to take you unless you've done something or unless she's saying you did something. So, if she, you know, if you hadn't done anything, then you're good to go. Now, if you haven't done anything and now she's saying that you did something, she's, you know, talking outside of her mouth and saying you did something, that's a different situation, and you know they're going to believe her. So it's a, it's a difficult situation without a doubt. But 
it doesn't necessarily have to go, you know, the way that you're talking about. I think that, you know, it can go, it can go, you know, kind of in the direction that, that I said, which is they take her. Well, I'm going I'm, I'm to just suggest this to you, and I'm not going to try to belabor it, but what, what happens many a times, brother, is that oh, depending on the officer, Officer 2 might do it, Officer 3 might not. Depending on the officer, and even, even judges will tell you, officers have the leniency to decide which way they want to go. So basically all she has to do is fabricate that you also did it, and we're taking both. What I'm trying to suggest is her cards are better than the males in most scenarios, and while, while, which is why I put that caveat of, of take out your camera. Sometimes guys run into that thing where they'll say, hey, I told them such and such, and then they want to take me. And, and a lot of guys run into that. So I'm just suggesting that to you. It does happen like that a lot. Oh, no doubt. They definitely have all the cards. I, I, I agree with you 100%. Mm. Anybody? I'm mean, a great point. But, but my man just said a few minutes ago, he just said his point is for his wife not to go to jail. Now, if his point is for his wife not to go to jail, but they're about to take him to jail, what would be the strategy behind not letting your wife go to jail, but she pointing the finger at you? Well, and, and let, me, let me differentiate between going to jail and being arrested. So when I say go to jail, that means convicted and going to jail. I'm not trying to have her convicted and going to jail. I'm completely okay with her getting arrested and going to jail for that day or that night or whatever else. <laughs> Scare tactic. <laughs> And that is reasonable because it's only a night or two of reality checking in the holding tank. So that is reasonable. Yeah, and then don't go bail her out. Let her stay. Mm. Mm. So what about the Anybody kids? Else? I mean, what about the kids? Because when, uh, when, when you're faced with that kind of dilemma your children's looking at you like dad you're gonna let them take mom to jail and then now you turn into the bad guy in front of the kids eyes i had a counseling i had a counseling session with a brother today he works uh for kirby uh the police the feds came arrested his wife and took her off to jail my man uh, uh didn't have no food to feed his kids and didn't have um uh, he had to call off or whatever, whatever. So I bought him about $14 worth of food for him and his children at Arby's because I didn't have no cash on me. And I said, here's the thing, bro. You have to put yourself in a position to where stuff like that can never happen. You can't be in this 50-50 mentality. You have to be in a mentality to where I'm taking 70, you got 30, and, you know, whatever, whatever. Because now that she's gone, here you are, but out. So even if she comes back, you got to put yourself in a position to where you can't go backwards for you and your daughters. It has to be about you, your daughters, then your mate. And the same thing I would say to a woman. It has to be you, your children, then your mate. It can't be to where another individual will drag you down. You know, I mean, I know it's great to believe in the other mate, and if you've got a stellar mate, then great. But if you are trying to do a 50-50, you do half, I do half, you just one boat short of getting both of y'all sunk because it, it, it requires the other person to be 100 like you 100. And if they're doing 30, you're going to drown. 
But that's just my thoughts. But good words. Anybody else? To me, that sounds like a. Um, I'm sorry. To me, that sounds like a. Um, it doesn't sound like a relationship. It sounds like a um, kind of an arrangement and where you're protecting yourself all the time. That is a, that doesn't sound like marriage to me. Even though I can understand where he's coming from, and if everything went wrong, you would probably wish that you did what he just said. I can't imagine being in a marriage like that, though. And me personally, I'm glad that you can't because that means that you're taking the steps necessary to make sure you don't. The only unfortunate thing is we got people, and I'm going to say about the church even though we're not in church, we got people even in the church deciding that we're going to divorce because we grew apart. Where is that in the Bible? We're going to divorce because I don't feel you on the same uh, uh, wavelength as me, man. Where is that in the Bible? People are using very lame reasons to get divorced. So in a divorce, whoever... Uh, had the better financial makeup going into the divorce, they're going to try to say, hey, I came into his circle or her circle. And so, therefore, look at Sherry Shepard. She got to kick out money. Therefore, I need this person to take care of me. So I'm glad that you don't believe that, and I'm glad that you're in a better situation. But for a lot of people, male and female, you got to protect yourself now because you got people who are just deciding to get rich off you. Even if you only got thirty thousand a year, they, that's what some people are doing. Do you not think that that particular attitude um, will produce what it will can. keep you from getting close, close as you should be to your spouse, or as being as trusting in your spouse as you as you could be if you are pretty much preparing for the potential exit that you don't even see coming right now, but just right. because you've seen it on the news and you know that it's possible that it could happen, you're preparing for it. That's, that's to me, kind of unfair. I, I agree with that, and I won't, I won't belabor with you that it's not unfair. I, I've just seen too many men try to be noble, and we always try to vilify men for thinking of themselves. But it's okay for ladies to think of themselves and keep money in the cookie jar just in case you don't do right or keep a, a, a side fund that her girlfriends know about just in case you don't do right. All that's okay. My only message is, and I'm over-talking, but my only message is is that I want to believe that it's like that, bro, but I think the laws need to get there. I think right now we're at a state as men on the Married Men Show that a lot of ladies have so much power, they are not thinking noble as you suggest. So for a lot of these guys who are suicidal, trying to kill the woman because he took her kids and all this type of stuff, he got to be Usher money tight so he can get control of his kids like Usher did. Because if he not, you know, or even, or even Kevin Featherline tight, because if he not, then he's going to be on the one out, even though he has your standards of a noble brother. But I wish everything would go the way you're talking about. It's just I see too many suicidal dudes on my end. Mm. Well, I don't believe I don't believe a brother got to be uh, usher type to get his kids because I raised mine since the age of seven and nine. Um, 
you know, you had to have money to, to fight, but, you know, she had to have the same on her end. And I think T-Hawk, I mean, Tony, he did the same thing. You know, he uh, <laughs> he got the, he had the same effect, you know. But I think he was, his was more of an arrangement or an agreement. Mine was, was like, uh, I'm cutting your throat and you cutting mine type deal. Mm. But in either in mm. the, either case, you got to be lawyered up, and you got to you know you got to know that you are in the right all the way when you're trying to get custody of your kids. It's definitely harder, but when it when it comes down to a woman hitting a man, you know, in court that's very very hard to prove. You know, when you're trying to explain the situation, and then but you're not conjuring any tears, and all the tears is flowing from her face. Hmm. Mm. Mm. That's a big one because when, you, when they start crying, that's I mean your hands up. No, everyone want everybody want to offer her tissues and feel sorry for her, and uh, it, it's just a mess. And I'm like, it didn't even go down like that. But then I'm in contempt for yelling out, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Malcolm said something very interesting. I want to kind of revisit that real quick. He said he's got to train her in a way that this type of activity won't happen in the marriage. And and I know growing up in the playground, because we're all men, you know, things happen, we get a little aggressive, and we may have to hit somebody on the chin to get that respect so they'll know, don't mess with this cat because he's going to take it to your chin. We have to do something physical so we can get some kind of respect that I'm not the one that you're going to be bullying, right? Mm-hmm. Now, in a marriage situation, obviously you, if you're not an abusive man from the beginning, you're not going to have to do that with your wife. But how do you get that, res- that same kind of respect in your household where she understands that there's going to be a serious repercussion if she puts her hands on you or she just gets out of pocket? How do you get that respect in a marriage? Threaten to leave, bro. That's easy. Yeah, I, 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 I tell, I tell people to use what I call the tease technique, and most people don't think they think it's manipulation, and I think it kind of is. But this is just a technique I tell dudes. I tell dudes romance your woman a lot. Think about her at work. Strategically do this stuff. Buy little things for her, and just like my man said, when things don't want to go the way you need for them to go to keep your sanity, not not against your ego, but just where you need them to go to keep your sanity. Threaten to take it away. It's the carrot theory. It's the carrot theory. And any woman wants to be able to go to other women and say, you know, uh, me and Larry, we are straight. And you pick Larry off, Larry, like, look, check this out. I am going to go shoot pool with the fellas. And when I come back, uh, I, I don't need to see X, Y, Z, or, or I'm going to have to remove myself from this situation. What? You did it. Walk out the door, close that door, go play your pool game. Because a lady does not want to give up good stuff. If you're treating her very well, and I'm not talking about just giving her sex and what you think she wants. You treat a lady well, and she will be scared, and all I do is to let that go. And it's just... That's just how I see it. But. That's right. That's right. I agree because um, if you threaten, if you know you're a good person and you know you haven't hurt her, you know you haven't mistreated her in any kind of way, you know you're a good father, 
and then all of a sudden she she put her hands on you, and you say, you know, I don't need this. It's, it's people out there that won't mistreat me and uh, give me the same uh, treatment that I'm giving them, and, and this is not what I'm looking for in a relationship, so I'm out. Nine times out of ten, they're going to straighten back up because they already know how hard it is to find a good good dude. And, it's, and I'm not taking nothing from the ladies. It's hard to find good women too. But the women that feel like they're good women, if they mistreat a man that's good, they're not going to want to let him go if he threatens to leave. Hey, let me ask you this then. A woman that that will put her hands on you, like I, I, I can't imagine a woman that you can say threaten to leave, <laughs> and she'll you. straighten up. Thank you. I'm so <laughs> glad you said that. Thank you. She might say, "Hey, Fiatch, leave then. I'm gonna have no, somebody no. else in here tomorrow." <laughs> uh, that's, 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 that's in, you say that in anger, though, fellas. You, I mean, she's gonna yeah. say that in. Fa- I mean, I'm married to my wife now. I mean. She popped me one time. I'm going to let you in on something. She popped me one time because uh, when we was dating, she found out I did some things I wasn't supposed to do. I was, you know, stealing my, you know, in the in the side side boyfriend category, player type, getting out of the divorce state. And and she found out I did something with, with somebody else, and, and, and I'm telling you, she, she hit me. And I deserved it, you know. But I told her, you know, we don't need to be together. If you need to put your hands on me and you can't communicate this with me or to me um, this way, then um, then we're done. And then she ended up calling me back. She apologized for hitting me, but she's like, you know, what you did was like, you know, conversation, conversation. But the problem was, you know, she did, uh, the solution was she did call back and she said, I shouldn't have put my hands on you. I mean, I, should, I you know, without knowing that something else could have been coming back. So I apologize for that. So, you know, and, and, and we, we still together today. She hadn't touched me since that day. I said, if you ever hit me again, you know, I don't care what it's about, you know, uh, I'm done with you because I don't need no problems in my life. And, and, and see, we're talking about two, two, two different scenarios. What he's talking yeah. about is the one-time event, he controlled it and moved on. What you gentlemen laughing off of, which I agree, <laughs> is the person who's been doing it several times, and you've been yeah, allowing it. Well, how, how, did, how does it get to time two? How does it get to, you know, slap yeah. two and slap three and slap four? How does it get there without some saying men, something the first time? Some men are very appeasing to women for whatever reason. I, I saw it in my friend growing up. Some some men just have this appeasement thing when it comes to ladies. And ladies are human beings also. They can be vindictive for no apparent reason, which is why you've heard it. You've seen it in movies. A guy will come to his partners and say, I treated her good. I don't understand why she treated me like that. Because you just tolerated it and tolerated it, hoping like a woman would have been that it would get better. Do do you know how how basically – uh, the only word I can think of, psychotic, a female has to be to hit, to continually try to hit a man, how dysfunctional her thinking has to be to to do that. That's almost equivalent to a person just walking in society and always punching people. Mm. It's just extraordinarily you know dysfunctional. To uh, That person has to be just extremely dysfunctional. You, you 
You know what I think it is, Malcolm? It's like being in school and somebody taking your lunch money for the first time. And it was so easy, they come back the next day and take your lunch money again. And they just keep taking your lunch money because it's easy. And I think it's the same thing in marriage. I think if someone on both sides, if she can do it one time and it's easy, she's going to come back and do it again. Some don't go her way. She's going to be like, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to slap him in his mouth again because he ain't going to do nothing. You really I think, think that's that what they think like that? So you really think that a woman that we're talking about a certain type of psychotic mind frame of a woman, that she really thinks that way and try to control what would be the agenda in trying to do that? Is it trying to let the man know that she's in control or just that control. he can't be in control? Just control. I had a friend do a paper. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just saying. Go ahead. I, I had a friend do a paper on his theory of of people in general, but more so ladies, who just are into control because they have a fear of being controlled. Now, imagine that just for a second. It doesn't matter whether it's true or not. But the theory is if a person wants to overly control something, like a child, in the, so that they don't get hurt in any type of way, some people have that as a protective measure. You look at the same thing for a guy who wants to have sex with a woman every chance he gets so she can be hypnotized by that so she don't see the flaws that he has on taking care of himself. Well, one problem is what one thing you just said is not a problem because sex is between a husband and a wife. That's natural. The other thing is unnatural or, you know, like, like hitting somebody. That's unnatural. Okay, well, you know well, 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 let's use lying. Lying is, is, is not natural. So just like a guy may lie to a person about a bunch of stuff because he don't want to be honest about himself and what he's doing. It's the same okay. criminal. Yeah, that's how you got popped, Darren, for lying. <laughs> no, no, no. I got, <laughs> I, got popped, I got popped for getting caught. <laughs> I, I didn't lie about anything. I just got popped. But uh, but the but the premise of of a woman was if she was to try to hit a man by controlling him because perhaps she saw her mom do it or whatever, and all the men, all the women in her family were dominant. I, I hear all kind of um, you know situations where a woman can hit a man, and and if that's the case, then. T-Hall's question was, how do you stop that? When did, how did it go from one extreme to the next all, you know, overnight? How did it go from her just slapping you to just you know, that one time until you know, progressively doing it all the time? How does it go from there? It, what does a man do the first and second and third time? When does he say, okay, that's enough? Hey, I think that's I got an answer for that. Um, if you are the type of man, uh, of, of male, male or husband, um, that's not having it, if that's just not something you're going to tolerate, it'll stop. If you will even partially tolerate it, your responses will almost um, encourage it. 
you have you have particular types of responses that will continue to uh, encourage that behavior. And I think that's just what it is. Like if you sincerely won't, ain't having that at all, it'll show. Mm-hmm. So you're now saying look, if look, a man look. is operating in his authority, then a woman, you're saying if a man is operating in his authority, then she won't feel like she can do that? You, you, it just will not happen. You won't let it happen. It's just like a, uh, I kind of look at it as a teacher in the classroom. If she ain't having it, period, it just ain't in her, it comes out that she ain't having it. If she kind of is having it, her responses are not going to be perhaps authoritative enough or or honest. She's going to act like she's not having it, but they won't really speak that because it's not true. She's kind of having it. So her, 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 her responses are not going to be on point enough. The ones that's really not having it, their responses will naturally be on point enough to shut all that down. Yeah, but, 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 but and, and look, I agree with you 100%, but I think there's something missing. I think that you can, you, you can talk that, but there's got to be something extra. Like if what do y'all feel? Up, like, like if you ever put your hands on me, I'm going to break your neck. There's always that, that, that you know, there's, there's something extra that has to go with that. I'm not having it, and this is what's going to happen if I have to deal with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, I mean, the dangers of selling wolf tickets, my thing is you can't say anything that you're really not going to do. If you, like, if you say, like my man said, if you say I'm gone when you hit me again, you really got to be gone. I mean, unfortunately, right. and, you know, I don't care, you know, of course, I don't condone put my hands on people, but if you, if you say, look, woman, you do this to me again, and I'm going to do this, I mean, you really have to do it. So I'm wondering as a strategy, because, um, you know, I was talking with somebody, I was having a conversation with someone else, that, you know, today, you know, with, I'm sorry, the other day, and they were they were saying, look, I don't care what happens, I don't care what my daughter does, don't put your hands on it. Don't put my hands on it. Put your hands on it. And so, you know, I'm thinking, like, okay, so if your daughter does put her hands on me, um, so does that give me the right? So you know, is, is it is it would it be a good idea for me to call her father and be like, look, come get your come get your daughter before she get hurt, or you know, I mean, do, you know, is it is it um, a better idea for me to go and maybe I go and I just curse out her father on the light of a, how terrible of a job he's done raising his uh, his child in, in hopes that maybe he or the mother can get her get her in line, because uh, you, you, like I said, you can't sell what's tickets. Whatever you say you're gonna do, you gotta do, or it is gonna keep start. It is gonna continue to go. Now, I will say for me, when I have a daughter, that's, that is my plan. And my plan is to say to homeboy, hey, if she gets out of line, call me, and I'll come make sure she gets corrected. That's don't cool. Don't, don't, no, that's, don't put that's, your hands on her. That's, 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 not, that's not my plan to say. That's your, that's your plan. I'm, I'm going to say it like this. I'm going to say it real nice to you. That's your plan to say that, but when that when your daughter or if your daughter cut up in that man's house, he's not gonna say stop the presses. I'm gonna go call your daddy because he told me to go call him, even though you disrespected me in my house. Let me go tell your daddy to come over here to correct you in my house. That doesn't. That's not even possible. And that's when we have to introduce him to the wheelchair so he can be reminded that these things can happen. <laughs> no, 
No. My my Come thing on, is, brothers, if, if 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 anybody out there cannot subdue a woman without hitting her, y'all need to hit the gym. I mean, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't see I don't see what the problem is why you can't either remove yourself or subdue her to the point that she can't hit you without actually punching her. I mean, I, I, yeah. I would find that hard to believe that most men can't do that. I think no, it's more, more of an ego thing. No, there's no yeah, doubt about problem, that. The, the question is after you, after you subdue her, and, you know, after you done subdue her, because I done been there before, done had a girl down, you know, all was well, and then, you know, you know, I'm getting up to walk away, and she come run right behind me and sock me, sock me again. And so it's, it's like, yo, I'm trying to remove myself. I done, I done pinned you down, and, you know, say I'm, try, I'm, I'm trying to leave, and you still, you still are just begging, just begging for more. So, I mean, like yeah. I said, it, aside from, you know, getting the girl locked up, you know, or, or calling her parents, you know what I'm saying, what, you know, what, what, else, is there, what else is there left to do? One, one, thing I always, one thing I always I never dealt with a woman that would let me leave. That's if we get into a heated situation and she runs right back behind me and hit me or holds herself in front of the door talking about you can't leave, I cut that relationship off because that's the time. If you're already mad, both of y'all are mad, she's hitting on you, you're trying to leave, she won't let you leave, that's only going to end in disaster. I don't care what any of y'all see on this call. That's true. And that's why I wanted to remind it a bit, how can you – when it doesn't start with her just acting crazy and trying to do all these crazy things to you and, and you have to hold her down. It doesn't start there. I mean, it kind of psychotics just kind of seep in. It doesn't. It, it seeps in. It doesn't just come full fledged and start knocking you upside the head with frying pans and broomsticks and stuff like that. It kind of you got to understand that you know, I be able to identify crazy, even at its minimal, uh, at its minimal strand. You got to be able to identify that on date one. You know, like my man said. You know, one guy said on the call. That when when she was he was looking in the direction I don't know if he's on the call now but he was just looking in the direction of a female and she started automatically oh is that what you want is that is that who you want is that that's your style that's your type I mean if she started acting like that and you looking at a car and it's a female in that direction if she started acting like that on date one or you know periodically throughout your, your time in dating. Then it's got it's got to be some like well let me let me let me just check you right here you know I'm looking where I want to look or look I'm not wearing the clothes that you tell me to put on I'm not dressing like you so we can walk down the street like twins I'm not doing these things so let me go ahead and evaluate you a little bit a little bit more than than just having sex with you because the sex is what get us to say yes. Hmm. Hmm. Good words. Good words. If you have a woman that, um, if you give her an inch, she'll take a mile. You learn that kind of kind of early. Um, my wife, in particular, is not like that. But if she was, if she was the type of person that if I gave her an inch, she would try to take a mile. I just wouldn't play around with her. I wouldn't. Yeah. I just wouldn't. I would not play with her. I mean, it would be what I say. It is what it is. Because I know that you're going to try to take a mile. So I just wouldn't, I wouldn't play with her like that. Yeah, hello? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, I had a friend. Um, his his wife pulled a gun on him, you know, and um, 
he was in a situation like that. She also, you know, it got to the point, too, where she, when he was on the road, she grabbed the steering wheel and tried to crash the car. Oh, my God. Yeah, while he was on the expressway. So, I mean, he was, but like you said, I think it's uh, um, them not having, like, a, a male figure in their life, a male model figure in their life, and going through a lot. You know, with as far as their with they with their moms and taking care of themselves, that uh, they have mm-hmm. a no tolerance for anything. They get upset easily. Yeah. And they don't want to okay, listen. So Go ahead. Your man, you say you say she grabbed the steering wheel. I yeah. mean, these are these are different events. Now she pulled a gun out on him. Another time she grabbed the steering wheel while he was driving. She's trying to kill him and her. Yeah. It doesn't. That wasn't the first date. That wasn't nah, the first I mean, time. I don't know that what happened with other stuff she did, you know, try to do to him. But, you know, when she get upset with him over situations, you know, I guess it builds up in her and she'll react. She won't me, hit him because she know that he'll have advantage over her. Well, that's but the question that we do all things, need to Like I though. said, like pull the gun on him. I don't know if she's going to mean to shoot him or anything, but it's just, a, I guess, a scare tactic or, you know. Well, let me ask yeah. everybody on this call one question. Is the booty that good? Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Well, you know, you know what? I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a man bash just for a little bit. Um, I'm, I'm going to be doing a little series called um, Tips for Your Black Son. Because my, my thing is, I think that we as males many a times, not us, but our friends and our cousins, coworkers, we, we, we as males tend to do things and sow seeds into our relationships that are not healthy and then wonder why the other party is acting the way they act. Kind of like with the whole Kevin Hart situation. You know, you got, you got somebody you, you've been with for a while, and instead of developing or fertilizing that situation, and maybe because you simply can't, you go out and create cheating scenarios, lying scenarios that causes her to over time act crazy. And I, I've come to understand for me personally, you've got to fertilize these females. Kind of like my man said with, with training. I'm going to say, you know, train slash fertilize. you got to fertilize these women. You know what I'm saying? And I wouldn't have believed that until I got into counseling because I was like everybody else. Hey, what's wrong with you? And then I had to realize, man, many of times we do because we are calculated. We have to calculate their emotions and protect them from themselves. Maybe that's arrogant, but it works for me, and it works for people that I counsel. So, so classy. Let me ask you this question. Let me ask you this question. If you like a female because her booty is that good, you mean to tell me you're going to fertilize her to try to the words that you use fertilize or train her because you know all she needs is a little tweaking. All she needs is just to cut her rough around the edge. She's just a little rough around the edges. So I'm gonna stay in this relationship to try to mold her to not be that way, and you're going to risk her not ever being that way and go into marriage or stay into a relationship even though she's displayed, she's displayed to you that, hey, I might be crazy. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm, I'm, of the, I'm of the Rodney school of, of, uh, of, uh, of dating. 
to where, hey, I, I don't play that me personally. My, my, what, what I meant is, is that if you're in a situation, somebody displays craziness or something you think is inappropriate, first evaluate yourself and what you make, and that's one thing we as dudes don't do. Evaluate yourself and, and, and the seeds of sin that you might have planted into this relationship that causes this. Because, yeah, she might be crazy to you and I, but sometimes women are so over-emotional, they'll love a situation so much that they'll respond to it in such a bad way, and it's something that you are doing. But if it's something that you're not doing, which is your, 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 your question, no, you, you, you remove yourself from crazy. But you always got to evaluate, are you the cause of it? And a lot of times we do, we are. So, so here's a question for you. And this, this, is, this, this is directed at, um, you know, at, at fathers who have daughters. You know what I'm saying? Say you come home, you know, your daughter comes home, you know, crying to you, and, you know, comes kind of find out she got hit by her, um, you know, by her husband uh, or, you know, or by the uh, individual that you're with. Is your first reaction going to be okay? What happened to uh, you know to uh, you know in that particular circumstance to uh, you know to to cause uh, you know that particular um, you know uh, to cause him to hit you, or are you just going to react to it? You immediately going to uh, you know attack the dude. The latter. I've got to really ask. The uh, latter. Good question. Great question. Yeah, the latter. Ain't, ain't nobody asking what what did you do, honey? Did you what 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 happened? Nah, nah. No, uh-uh. no. Now listen, listen, listen. Hold on a second. Hold on. If your you know your daughter, home, you know. I mean, you. I mean, and like and to to what everybody said earlier, the guy said earlier. If um, you know, it takes it generally takes a little while for you know things like this to escalate. They didn't just start the relationship acting crazy. On the other hand, the parents know that their daughter, you know, is uh, you know, you know, has tendencies to you know to be violent. They know that. So knowing that and keeping that in mind. Your daughter comes home with, you know, a mark or um, a scratch or, you know, whatever, a bruise, you know, on her because she got hit. Your first reaction is going to be to go after that dude. It's not going to be to ask what happened. No, that's, that's not my first. My first reaction, like you said, you have to know your daughter. I know my daughter right now at 16. She has a big mouth. She thinks she can beat up any and everybody. She thinks she's bad. She got this Pam Greer afro now, and everybody's like, oh, girl, this, that, and third. So, and she used to, you know, her brother used to let her, you know, handle him. And because he know he was raised not to hit girls. So now she thinks that, you know, ain't nobody going to touch me. She has this attitude thing, right? So I'll keep telling her, look, that doesn't fly with everyone. That does not fly with normal boys your age. Okay? So, but in her mind, since it hasn't happened yet, she thinks that it's impossible and it never will. So now, am I am I saying that one day she's gonna come on with a black eye and and I'm not gonna go do anything? No, I am saying that if I know how my daughter is and I know how she just talks and talks and talks and and I'm me myself, I'm like shut up. I mean, you driving me crazy just by talking, and you're only 16. You know, let me let me talk. I'm the parent. Let me talk. So if I already know she's like that, if she comes home with a black eye, being a responsible man that does not want to go to jail, I have to, it's my duty to ask what happened. What happened? And I'm, and I'm going to tell you one other thing. The main thing with women, and if you tell them, 
if you try to save them from a man that's beating them up, the worst thing, the thing that's going to piss you off is you get them out of that environment, you bring them into your home, you bring them to an undisclosed location where the dude don't know nothing about it, and you change all the phone numbers and all that information, you move her out of her house and apartment, and then she calls the dude a week late, and she goes back. That's the worst thing that you could do as a father if you go jump in your unrationale and go beat this dude up, and you go to jail, and then when you get out of jail, she's right back with the dude talking about, he said, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. You laugh, so you but have the, 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 you, you, I mean, that's what I mean by my homeboy's theory on control. It, it, you know, he, he and, and that's where I got a lot of my understanding from, from my older sister and this paper the dude wrote, because it made me think about stuff my older sister taught me when I was a little kid. Some ladies are bent on control the way some men are bent on penis control. Same difference. And if you can, as a woman, which is how women pimp men, if you as a woman can pimp a man's penis and have him thinking he's the greatest thing since chocolate, he will be like Mark Anthony and go out and die for you. And you might be the worthless chick on the planet. And the same thing is true with ladies. If you can convince a lady to take away that control aspect and have her feeling like, oh, I don't need to control nothing. Oh, he takes care of everything. It's, it's like power. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But what, but what yeah. happens, I'm just curious, you know, what, what happens when, you know, your, your, your daughter comes home, she, she, just got, she just got tatted, and then you go to go, you know, you go to go F the dude up and, you know, you go and have your altercation and you find out later, oh, yeah, 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 daddy, I pulled a gun on him. And, uh, you know, as soon as I put the gun down, he just went ahead and knocked my ass out. Or, you know, hey, yeah, we were in the car and I, I tried to wreck the car. And so, you know, once, you know, once we got out, yeah, he knocked me out. I mean, what's, what's, what's your reaction going to be to that? Because I know mine would be different. If my daughter gets knocked out after pulling a gun on her, on, on another dude, I, I feel like she got what she deserved. That's just how I feel. Mm. But you, he's honest. Yeah, he's honest about it, though. You pull a gun yeah. on a guy, threaten someone's life, and he knocks you out. I got, I got. There's nothing I can say about that. But she's not going to tell you that. That's what she did. If she tell you that she pulled a gun out on him, it must have been a valid reason why she pulled a gun out on. Him. Some women are so some some children, male and female, are so angry at their parents they will tell them that. It is crazy. I mean, some people are crazy. Some people, hey, look, yeah, he said something wrong to me, so I pulled a gun on him. I mean, I mean, guys do stupid stuff. Women do stupid stuff. You know, it elicits reactions. I think, I, I think in everything that we're saying as far as is, is my argument anytime I have these domestic violence conversations with people, everybody's a human. One person does not deserve it more because they're physically able to take it. One does, does not deserve it less because they're not physically able to take it. Humans should not put their hands on humans or threaten other humans. But as long as we make excuses for humans who do it, they never learn. And then they run into a situation where we're not there to hold their nutsacks. And then they have to deal with the reality of, wait a minute, oops, I can't spray paint graffiti on the wall in, in, in Bangkok 
you're going to hit me across my spine three times for that? I thought I was just supposed to go to jail. <laughs> you will wow. you will run into a situation that you cannot explain, and somebody's going to do you bad. And that's why, you know, you know, it happens to people all the time, just like I just said about the Bangkok thing. My man spray painted a wall. They hit him three times across the back with a rolled upon rolled upon 17 rolled bamboo cane across his spine. They ain't put him in jail. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and it, you know, um, somebody was uh, describing the hit. You might find this funny, so I'll make it quick. They said the first hit, you, you never knew pain was like that. The second hit, you're crying tears of joy because it's halfway over. And you never feel the third one because it's finally done. And that was just spray painting a wall. Mm. Mm. I want to change directions if I could. And I really didn't think that we would spend this much time on abusive wives, but I guess it's something that really happens more Heck than yeah. we talk about it. Wow. Wow. Um, somebody asked a very interesting question, and I don't know if we really answered it properly because we went into – Darren went to some other scenarios, which are still good, but if somebody hits your married married son or daughter, right, what are you going to do? And let's forget about the fact that maybe she pulled out a gun or whatever. This is a marriage situation gone wrong, and your married son or daughter got hit by their spouse. What is your first reaction? Nothing. The answer was, my answer is nothing, because if it's my, if it's my son getting hit by his wife, the the best you can do is advise him. If my daughter get hit by her husband, the best you can do is advise her. Now, whether she take your advice or not, it's up to her because now she's a grown woman, is a grown man. They're going to have to make the decision, do you love him or her? Are you going to stay with him or her? Now, if you make a decision and ask for my help in aiding you outside of that relationship, that's another thing. But if you tell me that y'all got into a fight, your lip is busted, you want to come over for a couple of days, sure you can come over. But I'm not going to be the first one to jump up there, grab my gun and brass up knuckles and go over there and pound on the dude. You, okay. you, will, be, you will be out of line if you did that. Spiritually? I mean, is that – You I will mean, be – are you, are, are you spiritually answering that question? Does the Bible say me about you, you didn't, No, you Does didn't. You didn't ask me about. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm. That's where I'm going with that. You didn't ask me about the word, but if you want to go there, she is cleaving to her husband, and he is cleaving to his wife. Now, it's at that point, it's none of my business. Now, if she wants me to get involved, it's not going to be any physical altercations between me and that guy or that woman. I am just there to be an advisor. If you want to leave, that's up to you, and I'll aid you in doing that as well. But don't sit okay, up so, here and so, tell me. Go ahead. So let's paint this scenario. Let's use broad strokes. 
you say, okay, you hit my daughter. This is the second or third time. Now you want to go talk to the dude, right? And he tells you exactly what you just told us. Well, you know, the Bible says you've got to leave y'all and cleave to me, and this is my house, and I'm going to run my house the way I want to run my house. So please stay out of it. What you going to do then? Totally different conversation. That's, that's different. That's different. See, I'm not going to have – my business is not with him. Okay, my business is not with him. My business is if my daughter include me and say, Dad, I want out, now I'm stepping in to aid her out of that relationship. Now, I, don't have, I still don't have anything to say to him. I'm aiding my daughter out of an abusive relationship. That's where, that's where I would be that – that would be my position. My position is not to confront him. Now, if you want to get it started, that's different because now – you will be coming into my home because that's where she's going to be at. You can't mm. come up into my house and say, hey, bring my wife out here because now you're trespassing. Anybody else? But that's not – good words, though. Good words, Darren. Well, well I, say, I, I, say, I say his point has a lot of validity only because looking at even the Ray Rice situation. Yeah. Everybody – has the ability to mess up. But you got to give people the opportunity to correct themselves. What the brother online is, is, is suggesting is that he's given that couple their time to correct themselves. Now, when something becomes habitual, consistent, then she draws the conclusion, I want to remove myself, or he draws the conclusion, I want to remove myself, dad, mom, help me out. Now that we've removed the scenario, there is no come over my house on my property and deal with your situation. It doesn't work like that. And this is the same thing at your job. It's the same thing in church. You can mess up. But when you keep doing it, now we've got to give you the side eye. And, and I just think everybody, everybody needs to be allowed to mess up. My brother-in-law hit, his, hit, hit my sister. And my sister has no other males in her life except uh, my father and me. And what had happened was, I mean, I'm sorry, he didn't hear my, my correction. He cheated on her, and, 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 and I'll make this fast. Um, my thing was I called her. Now, all the other girls, I got five sisters. He did what? What you going to do, girl? You going to leave? I called my sister out of love. I said, sis, I heard about what happened. Let me make a suggestion to you. You have never treated Keith like a man. Again, going back to what I said earlier about look at yourself sometimes. Mm-hmm. You never treated Keith like a man. Okay? Cheryl had an abusive husband, but she still gave him respect, and she divorced him. You, you had a very good husband who put you in a three-car garage home before you made 26, gave you a Mercedes Benz before you made 28. He's been doing never hit you, never did none of that. But he has he you you never saw him as the bad boy dick swing oh excuse me penis swinging dude that you wanted in high school he's always been the nerd to you so you came you went into a marriage for eighteen years twenty five years not respecting this dude the whole time he's been the better choice that God blessed you with I said so of course when this Mexican girl saw that you wasn't taking care of your home. She put her hand on 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 uh, his thigh. 
while while they was at work at his company. Of course, she saw he wasn't getting treated right and cooking meals because you wasn't doing your part. So go back, give him the opportunity to to correct it, and you may find that you have the best marriage you ever had. So wait a minute, he hit her. He hit her. No, no, no. No, no. I take that back. It wasn't hit. My my apologies. He cheated on her. He cheated on. But 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 my my point is. It was stuff she did, and you got to give people the opportunity to, co- to correct their issues at least one time, and I think that's what the brother was saying. Well, okay. I think that if, if my wife cheated on me one time, I'm out. It's no second chances behind that, I, and I believe on, the on. same way. Go ahead, go ahead. Wait, 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 wait. Rodney. Yes, sir. Rodney, you had a different answer for that scenario I threw out earlier. I did. I had the real answer. They're giving you the textbook. Can you give them the real answer? <laughs> yeah, we're going to find him. We're going to find where he's located, and we're going to handle it. Thank now, you how we him. handle it, now, how we handle it, you know, because I got two daughters. So it's not going to be much conversation, daughter, honey, what did you do? No. We're going to find him. We're going to locate him, and we're going to handle it. And I'll just leave it. Right. Right, right, right. And let me let me ask you something real quick, Rodney. Do you think that you that you're processing it as if your 11 year old got hit, as opposed to say your 30 year old got hit? Don't matter. Uh, I have the, same, the same. No matter what process. happened, what the circumstances were, what your daughter is, you're just gonna go find it and you're gonna handle it, right? Yes, that's right. Rodney, let me let okay. me remind let me remind you of something, Rodney. Let me remind you of something. You are a banker. You're not a martial artist. You're not a cop. <laughs> not just going to sit there and let you take it. <laughs> <laughs> he just said, well, man, dudes, dudes don't sit in chairs and just, you know, be punching bags. You're not going to handle it. It might not turn out how you like it, okay? <laughs> so the only thing I'm saying to you is you might want to rethink, and that's what this call is for, for us to no, rethink gonna, our no, initial talk. We're going to find out. We're going to find out. I'm going to find right. out. Okay. So, so you, want listen, listen. you want to punch my daughter? You want let's, let's go. Punch me. Let, let's go, me and you. And Rodney, uh, got that, Rodney got that Ice Cube thing song. We be thugging. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Rodney. Hey, Rodney, I yeah. think but, you might be thinking but, about but, it. But, but, it, but Rodney, it, 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 it. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Uh, Ronnie, I wanted to ask you, hey, you're going to punch the guy if he hit your daughter. But what happened if the guy said, wait a minute, before you try to hit me and everything, your daughter was the first one who stroked me? Are you still going to say to that guy, you still going to go and punch him? I, I would just, I mean, I would just find that hard to believe. Uh, why would you find it hard oh, to believe? Probably. I would probably yoke him up. I probably wouldn't hit him while he's saying, no, you know, it was your daughter that hit me. You know, but it, yeah. it, it, it wouldn't, I would not. It was your daughter that hit me first, and I hit her back. Yeah, again, that would be hard for me to believe. Why? Hard for me to believe. What if your daughter, when she came to you and told you about it, she admitted that the situation essentially happened like Jay-Z and Solange in the elevator, 
and then he hauled off and hit her after she did all that. Would you still have the same reaction? Yeah. No. Then, then I'd be apologetic. You know, if she admits to me that, yeah, I hit him first, and then he hit me, you know, then the conversation, the, the, the issue is with her. Oh, okay. Uh, so, so you okay. think you would have gotten the information first, and once you, and then from her side of it, that she said, I, you know, it was pretty benign, and he just hauled off and hit me, then you're going to take her at face value, and then you're going to go handle it. Not that you didn't care what happened. You just, well, you're assuming no, no, no. in this scenario that he was the one at fault, at least from her standpoint. No, exactly. no, no. He just exactly. said, no, he, he said you. if your daughter came exactly. home and said that she got hit, he going and go handle some business. He didn't. That's he what he said. He you didn't say you were going to assess and get any, get any, get any, do any research. You said you're going to right. handle it. Great. Yeah, but, but he said, but he, but he also said that if his daughter said yes, I got hit, but I hit the guy first. He's going to basically not go there and hit the brother. He's going to exactly. talk to his daughter and say, "We got to talk." Right. Yeah. The scenario. Two scenario there were two. Yeah. The scenario changed exactly. Yeah, it was two yeah. different scenarios yeah. that were given. Yeah. So my response. Hey, Rodney. Hey, Rodney. What did you think that the other people were answering? What question did you think that they were answering? That their daughter just got jumped on for no reason whatsoever. No, just the fact that they were. You know. You know. I don't know who else thinks this, but they would just be. I gave the real answer that you know we would locate him. That's the real answer if that happened. But you know. I, I don't so think don't, that I'll be sitting on my couch and saying, "Honey, what, what, where is he? Is, uh, is he okay? Did you hit him?" I mean, we had no conversation. Do y'all think about the fallout of any of, of your repercussions? Do you, of course. So not. you don't think about your fault. You don't think about your years that you've gotten in the military, or years that you've gotten in your job. You're not thinking about jail. Nope. You're not thinking about nope. none of that. The only nope. thing you're thinking about is nope. I'm going to go to attack this dude nope. and beat him nope. down. Yep. That's the only thing you think about. He said, the man said no. Why do you keep going at him? He said no. Right. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's what this call is supposed to be about, though. It's about perspective. I think I got to talk about, about the repercussions that, that his family would come looking for you. Yeah. What, what, it's on. what happened? But it's on it. Hey, bring him on. Bring them on. It's on at that point. Y'all know that. Yeah, you got to think. That's why this this call is important. I love it. You got to think, man. If this dude, you know, you you don't know what situation you're going over. So, yeah, you're going over to handle something, and the man man pull out a gun and shoot you. Or the man, like you said, if if your daughter's 30, my guess is that probably puts you in your late 50s. You're going over there to fight a 30-year-old. I don't really like your odds, but you know what I'm saying? No, do do what you got to do. All right. All right. All right. All right. Hold on. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. I got to change this scenario up because I'm hearing some consistencies here, right? And I'm hearing some fears about what could happen. You could go to jail. His big brother could come back and shoot you. Somebody could come burn your house down. So let's flip it and say somebody on your wife's job totally disrespected your wife. Let's not even mm-hmm. say it's your daughter. Yes. Totally disrespected yes. your wife beyond disrespect. I got a scenario. Are you going to think about all, wait? Are you going to think about all these things that could happen to you when your wife is expecting you to go be a man? That's different. That's different. You said That's wife. Different. Hey, hello. What's this? You said wife. Hello. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, my friend. My friend had a scenario with that. Um, I guess this guy liked it, his wife at work, and he pushed her down. So she went back and told him. What happened? She wanted him to come up there and beat up the guy. Now he didn't do that. He he chose not to go up there and beat up the guy. 
end up getting a divorce because of that, because she said that he was a, a punk and, you know, he didn't stand up for her and all that. Well, They've been well, together well, for a long time. They just had a baby not too long ago during that time. Well, even in the Bible, Job wife said, curse God and die. So you, you, this is why I made the suggestion earlier that I would be proactive and say to this dude before the wedding, hey, Oh, girl, get out of line. I'm giving you the option to give me a call because I don't have to go fight nobody. I will go on the rooftop and introduce you to a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. I, don't I don't have to be, I, Yes, man, I'm going to tell you something. What does that mean? What does that metaphor mean? I'm sorry. What is, what is go on the rooftop and introduce you to a wheelchair? What does that mean? I'm going to throw them off the roof and, and paralyze them. Ah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so 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 hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on real quick real quick I just got to ask because I threw the two scenarios out and it seemed like the answers are just a little bit different but I think the two people will be expecting the same I think your wife will be expecting the same as your baby girl will be expecting from her father the no, same response no no yep. no that's not that's, okay. that's no okay the reason why okay. the reason why I say that the reason why I say that because again. You're leaving and cleaving. I'm cleaved to this woman. This woman is me. This woman is my my woman. Okay? Now, this is my life partner, and you just disrespected her. That's different than my daughter voluntarily involving herself with a nut or voluntarily involving herself with somebody who, who hits her or voluntarily involving herself getting married to someone and they got an altercation within their home because of whatever reason and now she's calling daddy to to the rescue. You you can't call me to the rescue. You got to call the cops or you can call me to aid you out and escort you out of your situation. But when you're dealing with a wife or a spouse, now if you touch my spouse and I don't touch her, you can now do what Rodney said because now you you're unauthorized to touch my wife. That's my wife. That's different than a daughter or a son who's choosing to cleave to somebody who's treating them bad. Hey, just to hey, clarify, anybody else? Anybody else? Because this guy. Hey, I, mean, hey, so, I got a, I got a, <laughs> I got a clarifying question for you, Tony, or the fellas on the phone. When it comes to what is the purpose of this, and this is an honest question. What is the purpose of going after somebody that put their hands on your child? Is it to pay them back? Is it to make them not do it again? Uh, what is the purpose of going and beating somebody up? It's for you, for you and you only, because you're angry. Okay, That's what so they say. You... They say cooler heads prevail. You know, if you stop and actually think about your actions and think about what the best thing for you and that significant other would be, you probably would come to the rationalization that, you know, me going and resorting to, to physical violence, although it's going to make me feel good, you know, make me feel manly or whatever, you know, but honestly, you don't realize it's the selfish reaction that you could possibly have. No, you know what, Malcolm, a really? better question, a, a better question, Malcolm, would be if your, what if your daughter just liked thugs? <laughs> are you going to beat you all up? You are make you are making excuses why you wouldn't have courage for your child, which is crazy. Mm. Exactly. Oh, but Tony, 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 what would be the purpose? Tony, what would be the purpose of and, you going and, and beating them up? 
if I have my daughter and, and she's got an abusive husband, he's got one opportunity. That's it. That's it. You ain't going to do it again. It ain't going to be twice. It's so, not but hold on, hold on. Okay, so you go beat him up, and now she's banned from going back over there? Or, or are you beating him up so that he'll be scared to put his hands on her through the rest of the relationship? You're you going from one step to the next. My first reaction, just like Rodney said, I'm going over there. I'm going to find out why you putting your hands on my daughter. You want to hit women? Hit me. Yep. You want to hit a woman? Hit me. Here I am. Hit me. Let's that, now, that's, let that's, me that's fine, right, that you, you that, right that, now and hit me. That, that's mm-hmm. fine that you take that posture, but what are you going to require of your daughter at that point? What do you mean? This is not. You're require of your daughter. If she goes back to her, you take that stance, and then she goes back to her, goes back to the dude, and gets hit again. If I go over there and take that stance, and if I'm successful, which I plan to be, we won't be revisiting this again. Now, if you go yes, back you to will. him, that's totally up yes, to you. you are. Are. Right. Yes, you will. Yes, you will. We're going to revisit that. The reason why is because, like I said, if she likes thugs, that's something that you can't change. It's not a you thug. Can't. Listen, hold on a second. There are men that are not thugs that are abusive to their wives, man. You ain't okay, got to paint it into that's, that's You fine. ain't got to paint it in the worst possible scenario, Darren. Okay, there are well, people that they have a sip of alcohol and beat their wives, and they got okay. nine to five just like everybody else. Okay, okay, all right. The, if you do that, and if Rodney do that, then there will be a ma- there will be no more married men don't talk show because y'all be locked up. Y'all be locked up, and, and we'll and I'll be out of money for bailing y'all out. Hey Darren, <laughs> hey, I understand your point, but the, the, to me the real question is: So Tony, just because you said it, we, you go over there and you you confront the dude, maybe even put your hands on the dude, and like Tony and like Darren said, this dude probably your same size, your same weight, bigger than that. So I hope you make. Either you got a hand game or you got a weapon or something, whatever. It might get crazy. Then what? Then you say, okay, now, baby, he's straight. Go back. What do you do? What do you require of your daughter at that point that now that you don't put your life on the line? Right. Here, here's, here's what I think both sides are saying, and, and I'm going you know, to play devil's advocate. Yes, you can go do this noble thing for your daughter, but I think the other side is saying, you guys are not saying what guarantees your daughter not bypassing your authority as her dad who has done this noble thing and going back to the scenario as so many people do. Often do. That's right, Classy. That's exactly the words. Now, what are you going to do to stop her from going back into that crazy dude's relationship, into a relationship with that crazy husband of hers? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Now, we're not saying that he's crazy. We're just saying that he made a mistake. But you just want to beat a mistake. Uh, If he made a mistake, then why you want to check it? Hey, Darren, hey, Darren. Check one time. Go ahead. Hey, Darren, Darren. Yes, sir. If it's okay for people to whoop up on your children and you're just going (laughs) to... Figure out that they they made a mistake because they married the wrong person. I mean that's fine if you want to take that stance. That's, that's fine. Not what that no, that's not what he's saying, Tony. Man, you're making it totally simplistic, man. You don't got to come at no. the man's courage. He ain't saying that he wouldn't ride or die for his child. Nobody is saying that. The whole point I've, is that I haven't these, heard him say it though. 
Yeah. No, no, no. The whole point is that these conversations are supposed to be about in-depth. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. My visceral reaction is let's go fight. Let's go. You know, we can fight to the death. We can do whatever. His whole point, and it's the right one, I don't care what anybody says, is, okay, then what? So what happens next besides, okay, I probably get locked up or, you know, somebody, you know, it ends up escalating to even further than that and somebody ends up getting killed. But at the end of the day, there's, there's something, there's a frame of mind that has, that has to change. But really the question is, what is your daughter, what's your son going to do after that? Really right. the whole point is, you can't fight your child's battle for them. Hey, right. that's the point. I think it's yeah, like y'all said, um, it's like being an alcoholic or something. You've got to admit that you had a problem, then seek help. You can't force nobody to go get help. And, um, and then as far as my, my dad did the same thing. I mean, my, my sister got hit, and he told her, hey, I didn't really like the dude in the first place. So you should leave. I mean, you need somewhere to stay, you can come over here and stay at my place. Now, the question is, it's up to her. Is she going to leave him and go stay over there with my, my dad? Right. She shouldn't go over there and put himself in harm's way and go to jail right. and stuff. And he got my mom to take care of and a whole bunch of other stuff to take care of. So because you got to look at your... You gotta left, look at your... Eventually left and came home with my dad. Now, he come on his property. Now, that's a different story. That's a different story. Exactly. Yeah. So that's how he yeah, had that situation. Everything worked out fine. She did came and stayed with my dad, then left and went to stay with my sister in another state, and it was over with. And see, and the problem is, it's not you letting your daughter or your son get whooped up on. The problem is your mindset in going over there, your mindset, you enraged. <laughs> and things nothing, nothing is pretty when it comes out of a rage, because now you're going to be challenging this other man, and it might, the outcome might not come out how you expect it to. And I'm not saying be scared, but just be tactful in what you're doing. Hey, I'm going to go over here and get my daughter's things, and if he's over there still and, and the baby's there, let me go get my grandchild. And, it, you know, I have nothing to say to him. Now, if he attack me, that's different because I want that to happen, but I don't want to go over there and be the initiator because when you go over there and be the initiator, you're, going, you're looking for a problem. Okay, so hold on. I have a comment. I have a comment. Wouldn't it be wouldn't it be wise wouldn't it be wise to if you're gonna go over there, wouldn't it be wise to go ahead and get a police escort when you go? Yeah, something like that. I mean I'm just saying for me, that would be the wise thing to say, look, you know, my daughter's in an abusive situation, I'm going there to get her and I would I would like an officer to be there to prevent anything. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that would be the wise thing, and that way you can go in. Now, can your man want to act up in front of the police or whatever the case may be, that's on him, but at least covers you, you right. know. But, I mean, if again, without the escort, yeah, here's the question. you're bound to get into trouble. I got a question. Go, go ahead, go ahead. In, this, in this scenario, does violence ever solve violence? And the one that's thing they think is wrong, the thing they think is wrong, he put his hands on her, and I'm going to show you, the thing that he did, I'm gonna do the exact same thing. You're compounding right. the problem. Right. Okay. So. Okay. 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 Now look. You might not win because Rodney. So only hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. I'll take that. So let's flip it over. Are you at least gonna talk to the guy? Yes. Are you at least yes. gonna talk to the guy? At least. Yeah. Give me yeah. that. Just yes, give me sir. that. Are you at least gonna have the conversation with the man that put his hand? Even if it's a police, he made a perfect no example. Doubt. Police escort. So you're no at least going to have a conversation with the guy. What's the yes. conversation going to 
what's the conversation going to be like? The conversation is going to be within with the police escort. The conversation is going to be, and I'm bringing her with me because I don't want no you know finger cut because I can stop a fight from happening when I'm there and the police is there. I'm confident in that. Let's just not talk about it right now. Things are heated. Let's get the babies. Let's get some suitcases, clothes. Let's get out of here, and we can deal with this at a later time, at a later date. Now, if you just got, if you just brutal and her eyes is blackened. And the dude going to jail. He's going to jail now. What I would want to do. Well, remember, well, remember, well, remember, fellas, remember, he, he's going to jail if she presses charges. Mm-hmm. That too. Most, that, that's, that's not I'm always the case. I mean, if you know, sometimes the police show up, and and though she's bloody, bludgeoned, and battered, if, if you know, when they, ask the, when they ask the specific question, if she doesn't, if she doesn't say, hey. He assaulted me, and I do want to press charges. He doesn't always go downtown. No, nah, they got to remove it. They suspect. That's one-on-one. If they suspect any type of domestic violence, they have to take somebody. Somebody has to go. Either somebody or both of you have to somebody go. Somebody got to go. And then a lot of times the state will take over anyway because they don't really need her at that point. They got pictures. They got evidence. The other, She's got banged the other, up. The other, the other comment I would have is, you know, he asked the question and said, you know, what does this conversation look like? Do you talk with the dude? I would ask this question. Who do you talk with first? Do, do, you, do you find out the story from your daughter first? Yeah. Or do you, just go, do you just go at him? Because, I mean, going at crazy with no information might be a pointless situation. I mean, do you, do you sure. need to have I – mean, and, I mean, again, daughter might not be in a place to talk right then and there, but do you say to her, hey, how long has this been going on? Is this the first right. time this occurred? Is this, you, you know go. what I'm saying? You know, I mean, I mean, what, I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying, I don't know what the conversation looks like. My question is, you know, I, my curious curiosity is saying, do you talk with her first, or do you just go at crazy with nothing, just based on the there fact that she's she's you right. And let me ask, let me answer that question with a question: What is classified as protecting your child? Well, again, I think we see protecting your child in a lot of different scenarios. I mean, for a grown up adult female child, I mean, again, it could be the extreme, which is you go over there and fight this dude, but we've also seen on the Internet and even on the news where, you know, with small children, man, who may get beat up or bullied at school, you got parents showing up refereeing fights where they set it up for their kids to win. I mean... Well, so- not, not really, okay, not, not necessarily <laughs> your child, like school-age child, but like your daughter, your grown daughter that's dating and married, maybe married. What, how do you protect her? You what do you like? What do you, I, I can see protecting her. I know what you gotta do. You gotta at the wedding. At the wedding, you gotta beat somebody's ass at the wedding to show the future son-in-law you mean business. Oh yeah, that's a great idea. You just gotta <laughs> hey, hey, just collect somebody, some poor soul, and make an example out of them. Yeah, that's, that's a really good idea. Show, show him what type of relation. Show him what type of family you know her, you know the, his wife's coming from. You got, you got, you, you know what? Hey, hey, crazy prevents crazy. That's my yeah. Mind. No, it does not. Yeah, well, we know that's not gonna work. It's a nice try, but that that ain't gonna fly. <laughs> yeah, but protect, but 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 protecting her by removing her from that situation is the best way you can protect her. And a lot of times, you got to just sit back and watch from a distance what she's going to do and how her emotions are going to. When when everything calms back down, let me see where your thinking is. 
Let me see if you still want to move away from this man. Let me see if you still care that you have two of his children and, you know, he wants to talk to his I want to see how you're going to handle certain things. So as, as fathers at that point, all we are are advisors. All we are of advice. I, I have taken my cousin. She had called me and, and other people in my family. She has called us and said, hey, this guy just beat. He beat her until she was blind in one of her eyes. Her, me and about 12 of my cousins went over there in the apartment, well, projects, and we were going to get this guy. And she got three kids by him. We went in there, and he was nowhere around, but we threw all his stuff out. We burned it in the middle of the street. We called her, you know, just acting real hood, you know. And we called the guy's name. If anybody see this guy, da 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 and tell him this is what we're doing. Now come here the man and all that. So after all of that happened, we, 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 we bought us some groceries. We, we, we filled up her refrigerator and freezer. And, you know, we did everything we could. We cleaned up her house. We patched her holes in the wall where they were really fighting. And a week later, he was back over there eating up all the food we just purchased. You know, babysitting the kids, and 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 she was back with him, and she got her walking around here with, with blind in one eye today. Today, so, she's so, blind so, in that eye. So so here's here's something that I think that we're not talking about, and I think I think Harry had something, even though it sounded crazy, as far as get buckwild at the wedding, but I think in the beginning, when our daughters are dating this potential fiance, we got to sit down and talk to him. And I don't know if we're doing that a lot. I don't know if I'm doing this enough. You got to talk to this guy so he understands, look, you know, I love my daughter. I'll do anything for my daughter. And I want okay. you to make my daughter happy. You see, mm-hmm. I think a lot of times they just bring a guy home. We're like, yeah, it's all good. Oh, you guys are getting married. Okay, cool. And then you find out he's a closet abuser. And then you got to play catch up. I think in the beginning, we got to nip it in the bud, just like the brother was saying earlier about the wife being abusive, that we got to let her know it's not going to happen. you got to let this guy know from the beginning, look, I love my daughter. She does have protection, and we're not going to tolerate anything, period, and, in and, the beginning. And see, and see, that's why I said earlier, because, so, you, you know, you got to, to me, what I learned is you got to go to an individual and let them know, hey, if you got issues, dude, holler at me. You know what I'm saying? But don't, don't do nothing out of pocket. Because at the end of the day, it's still family. And, you know, like like I said to my man, when I'm talking about on the rooftop, dude, I I will sharpshoot a cat all day long. I just yeah, that's, what I thought you were, that's what I thought you were implying. I just wanted to get the metaphor down. That was all. Yeah, I got a KSVK, an old school KSVK. I do, not, I do not hold discussions like that. I do not do upfront fighting. I try to be as calculated as possible. So I'm going to, just like uh, my man said, hey, I'm going to talk to you. Hey, bro, you got any issues? Holler at me. You know what I'm saying? So that way I ain't got to do you bad. But if you're you're the individual that just wants to be overly abusive because you think you can, I got to introduce you to the brick wall. It don't Mm. go like that. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with that a thousand percent, man. I don't, I don't think, I don't think fathers can be just, you know, numb, numb guys that are just uninvolved, sitting on the couch and just get this guy a handshake and sit down and be quiet. There, there needs to be several conversations before, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I mean, it needs to be to the point where 
your man needs to be able to come to the house without my daughter being there and us have a conversation. I agree with that. Like I'm not, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't don't believe in this inactive, you know, hey, how you doing? You know, you're about to just take her out on a date, and I'm just waving from the window type. I I mean, I'm just not that dude. You know what I mean? No, you know. And I think, I think it needs to be that conversation, and it needs, and and fathers need to be clear up front to say, listen, you know, this is my daughter, my my only daughter, or whatever she is, and we care for her. We are very close knit family. And I want you to know up front, if you all are having any problems, just send her home. You don't have to, you know what I'm saying? You, you don't, send her home. You don't have to do that. And I, want, I, and I want to be real clear about that. Send her home. You have an issue, you, don't, you know what I mean? It's not going to work. Send her home. Anything else is going to be a problem for me. And I need him yep. to know that up front. Yep. And, I, and, and, and I think that's fair. I think that's a man-to-man conversation. Right? You, you, you tell her, and you know what, I'm even going to take it a step further. This is about to be your son-in-law. Hey, mm-hmm. if you feel you need to talk, holler at me. She don't have to know. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah, don't. Yeah, we need, we need to but, have that conversation. But, yeah, but, but, but don't be gangster. I, I survived the 80s. This 2000 stuff is sweet. So, <laughs> so I, I, I hear you, but I mean, I, I'm yeah. serious. I think, I think fathers have to, again, take that upfront role and demonstrate for their daughters that, look, I am your protector. No doubt you leave and cleave. Your husband should come in and take that role. But please don't get it confused. If he, if he, refuses to take that role or think that role involves putting his hands on you, I will correct him. No problem at all. Mm. And, it, and, and, mm. and daughters need to feel safe as well to where if that ever happens privately or publicly that she can come to daddy, you know what I'm saying, and not be this, you know, a lot of times this stuff happens behind closed doors and they're afraid to tell, but you need to have an open dialogue with your daughter to where if anything is happening, they they're willing to come to dad and say, Dad, this this ain't working out. You know what I mean? And uh me I give you a perfect I give you a perfect oh. example. Um you you do know that, 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 that uh Bill and Hillary Clinton's daughter was married. You do know that, right? Yeah. I remember when she was getting married. Yeah, she got married. No, notice notice she's divorced, he's out of the picture and nobody's heard from that guy. Uh oh. I, I only I only say that because I believe Bill had a conversation. <laughs> I yeah. mean, I'm, I'm sure he did. I, I just believe Bill had a conversation. Yeah, and Bill's a real big, real good role model there. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We, we never, we, listen, have you heard anything from him? I haven't seen him. No. no. Hey, hey they, they don't call me the first black president for nothing. I'll off you. <laughs> Now, yeah, yeah. what you need to do right here in this situation is just, you know, swallow your pride. You know, it's just, you know, nobody right. has to know. But right. if you come right. back at me, I'm going to do you bad. Right. Yeah. Walk, yeah. walk away. But I, walk, look, but look, I got, I'm not playing no saxophone in this scenario. Walk away. Walk I got away. a monkey wrench. I got a monkey wrench just tying back to what you, what, what you guys are talking about. And, you know, the question is, what if – there's some, you know, this your daughter. We're still talking about your daughter. What if your son-in-law puts his hands on your daughter and your daughter comes to your wife and they keep it amongst themselves 
and then it comes out later, maybe weeks, months, that there was this incident where your son-in-law put his hands on your daughter, and your wife and your daughter, for whatever reason, maybe they weren't comfortable, maybe, you know, they they thought you were going to kirk off or something or, you know, put the man in a, in, a, in a box six feet under, whatever the case may be. So what if they kept that information from you and it came out later, you know, down the line that, you know, it just came up that, yeah, you remember that time where he hit her? And you're like, what? Excuse me? Like, yeah, what, if, what a, if your daughter came to your wife and... That's a real scenario. That is a, a real scenario. scenario. And the wife and the daughter were like, we're not going to tell daddy. No, this is between us, and we're going to work through this, but we're not going to tell daddy. And then, you know, let's just say that's the only incident. You know, maybe it's never, you know, they happily ever after, after this one incident. What, what do you do then? What do you don't do you, then? Don't you look at yourself and say, why, why didn't y'all feel like y'all could come to me? Ain't that the new Absolutely. conversation? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, maybe you crazy. That, why that, that maybe they think that you would shoot them. And go to because, jail. Yeah, because yeah. I, I, I think Maybe sometimes they to protect you. I think sometimes we as men, we always looking for the other situation to say is the reason. My family, for example, they knew who I was back in Oakland, California, and they had me right there. Oh, I ain't gonna tell. You know, and I find out about something later, but it was handled. But who knows how I might have reacted when I found out so-and-so did X. You see what I'm saying? And what's so crazy is what they didn't know, the streets would come and tell me out of respect before, you know, anything got to anywhere. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I had, a, I had a, rival, a rival person come and tell me one time, hey, one of your family members is down in our area buying drugs. Uh, I don't want no beef. So I'm letting you know if they come back down there, I'm going to sell it to them. Oh, okay. You see what I'm saying? So... Sometimes I think people know how you might react in that moment, and this might not be the best move, but I would just ask, why did you think you could come to me? So we you know don't what's have really interesting about this conversation, fellas, is, is that I, I think it, it has to do, you know, and it's the reasoning why um, uh, domestic violence, you know, um, it, especially from the part of a woman on a man will continue, because every time we start we start talking about domestic violence regardless of what the topic is, you know, what we're supposed to be working on, it always comes back to a man on a woman. When, you know, the, this conversation, uh, you know, the topic is she's hitting me. So, you know, you would think we'd be talking nonstop about what are we supposed to do, you know, what actions are we supposed to take, um, you know, to help our situation, to help our children's situation. But, no, we are, it always comes back to, you know, what happens if somebody puts their hand on my daughter, on, the, on you know, on my daughter or on my wife. And that's what we do in society. And that's why, you know, to, you know, regardless of what's going down, you know, if a police officer shows up, it's always going to be the man's fault. It's just, it's just no, that, that's just, that's just um, kind of a phenomenon I've just been, been paying attention to this, this entire time. And the fact is, it's because we don't hold our, um, our daughters, we don't, we don't hold the women in our lives responsible. We, I agree with you. I, agree we, we, I think we really see... Um, you know, we never stop seeing our daughters or the women in our lives as the princesses. We're not, you know, we're, we're focused so much on, you know, what outside forces. You know, we, we didn't raise this guy. We didn't, we didn't raise these other individuals. We raised our daughter. So we, you know, as, as opposed to, you know, being proactive, 
with, uh, you know, with the women in our lives, you know, so that way they don't, they're not making these mistakes and not dealing with crazy people. They're not putting their hands on, um, on us. We focus so much on, you know, on, on the man's part, you know, on, on what we're doing wrong or, you know, or what we can do to, uh, you know, to, to show our manhood or, uh, you know, how we can act, uh, you know, chivalrous. It's, it's interesting. We spent about the last hour and a half talking about what the topic, you know, uh, I'm sorry, we spent, a, spent the last hour and a half pretty much going off topic, but it's interesting. I agree with hold you. On. I agree hold with on. you completely. Completely, and, and and it goes beyond that. And and I, I say I see a lot of fathers say what you say. A lot of fathers, when it comes to their daughter, they they never say to their daughter, "This is what you have to bring to have a great marriage to your husband." I see daughters are princesses, and I see the, the always the father teaching their daughter, "Well, you know what? The man better bring you this, 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 this." But when I go to father and say, okay, the man or the, the, the husband, whoever she's going to get married, has to bring the 20 things that you said. But what does she have to bring in the relationship? And then the father doesn't say anything. Many fathers don't say that. Many fathers don't prepare them to do that. So many of women, many princes, many women, many daughters think they're princesses and think that they have the right to do whatever they say. Hey, my daddy told me I'm a princess. My daddy said I was never wrong. My daddy said this and that. And second of all, like you, like you said, we live in a society that it's been tested. 2020 did a show on this. They show two cases. They show a brother or a man hitting a woman, and everybody in the whole neighborhood was interfering like it was their own daughter. But when a, when a sister or a lady or woman was hitting a, a man, and they asked all the people around them, how come you didn't react? Many were saying, oh, he deserved it. I'm sure he did something that to do that. Oh, this and that. All the excuse in the world. But as soon as a man would have touched any of uh, the woman, you 2020 showed it. Everybody wanted to interfere. Hold on, man. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I gotta say something. I gotta. I gotta respond to the brother's comment. Okay. Now, if we switch the scenario, and it was the son coming home to tell the father that his wife hit him. How long will we talk about that? Mm. How long will we talk about mm. that? Yeah, we sadly, sadly that not long enough. We wouldn't talk about that. Sadly, we wouldn't. We, 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 I guarantee you it would take about 10 minutes, Tony, and then we'd be talking about what if that was my daughter or, you know, this and is what, what I would do if anybody <laughs> put their hands on my daughter. I guarantee you. And it's, and it's nobody's fault. That's just how we are molded as a right. That was the first question of the show, too. Yeah, that was the first question of the show. We well, talked I'm, about I'm kind of curious exactly. what, what uh, would be said, because I, 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 I'm just clueless. I'm sorry. What, I mean, what, I think, what would be said in 10 minutes? I think some of us would give our son a hard time. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. What? Yeah. what? Your, your, woman, your, your, your woman hits you, dude, in your house? What? Yeah, I mean, you know, that's, that's just my thought. I, I don't think it would be like your son is the victim, you know. You know, we raise our kids to be, you know, tough guys, man. I think, you know, you 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 know, don't don't come home and tell me a girl's hitting on you. <laughs> that's just me. I, that's just me. Maybe I'm insensitive to that point. You know, I apologize. But, well, you know, but it's, 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 it's just basic logic. A, a, a man has the more than likely has a physical ability to stop a woman from hitting them, whereas opposed to really, if a man wanted to, he could probably beat the woman to death. Everybody thinks that. 
In society, we look at women as the weaker vessel, which is not all. But how, how is that? That that is that not eighty five percent true? No, well, necessarily. Yeah. Not necessarily. There's been many women who was 120 pounds that could beat a person who's 195 pounds. That's, no, 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 that's not common, though. No, that's not common. It's very more common than you think. 60% but of women. Uh, that's like saying you can get, you can get uh, some football team, female football teams that can compete in the NFL. Trust me, there is more violence. Uh, there is a lot of violence towards men. We never talk about it. Many well, 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 brothers, well, many say, brothers will never say to you, "My wife is beating the crap out of me," because they will say never say. Because it. as a man, you cannot talk about that subject. That's why you don't never hear it. But trust me now, when they did <laughs> study, I think it was forty percent of violence that came the other way. That was the woman that was doing the violence. Let me, and even let some me women some said it. Go ahead. Let me throw some numbers out there real quick, just so you know, and you guys can go look it up at your leisure. Uh, the thing that the brother said about eighty-five percent is true. But what Canada is saying is true in that it's a lot of abuse, both uh, uh, physical and mental, that never gets reported that they don't strike back. Now, here's a number you can go look up. Uh, CDC put out a thing showing that lesbian relationship, who obviously is lesser than hetero, but they have a higher case of the woman falling against her um, female um, counterpart. So they're, they're at 47, 47.3%. 47. 47. And hetero relationships, women file at 43%. So it's higher in the lesbian and gay community of domestic violence, but we always say it's a straight man. Let me also point this other thing. When people were talking about Ray Rice, I tell people about Jantel Lavender. Go look her up. Jantel Lavender beat her husband six times. She's still playing in the WNBA. Ain't nobody uh, 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 got on TV to get her up out of there. She even on the last one filed against him. So that it happened. And then I said on this show before, Shamika Holesclaw shot at her lesbian lover for not wanting to date her no more. Put a bullet hole in her car while she was in the car and uh, put a bat to her uh, a window. She was facing 65 years, the highest any celebrity was facing charges. She did not do one day of jail time. She got uh, three years of uh, uh, deferred uh, probation. So it happens a lot, like Canada Hello? is saying. It's just that people want to protect their daughters, even if they're lesbian. Hello? Yes, sir. Hello, this is, um, I know there's an Ike on here, but this is Ike Jr., you know what I'm saying? Yeah, this okay. is Ike Jr. I'm from, <laughs> yeah, I'm from Atlanta. Um, I was on there recently. I just changed numbers. I couldn't really say much around my coworker as a female. You know, I ain't want her all over my business. <laughs> she was like, I never see no guys, I never see no guys talk about a topic like that. She said, that's weird. But uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, <laughs> all right. But the thing was, I was in a I was in an abusive relationship. Uh, I was in an abusive marriage, as I speak. Um, I'm divorced now. Um, the thing was, my ex, she she had a whole bunch of brothers. I think she had about four brothers that she raised up with, and she's beat up on her brothers. And um, every relationship she get into, she used to tell me, she used to brag about it. You know, I used to think it was the guy's fault that she was with, but she was like, hey, she, she stabbed this one guy. 
And mm. she was proud of it. She was like, yeah, I got them, you know. You know, and I was like, you know, they ain't, you know, in a way I was like, what did he do to you? You know, I was, it was just the beginning <laughs> of the relationship where we were dating. I was like, yeah, you got him. I mean, he probably hit you. You know, you got him back. And then she was like, hey, I hit this other guy in the face. And, you know, she was just talking. And then when we started, when she got mad at me one day, she she swung on me, you know. She swung on me, but, you know, I, I'm not, I'm like this. I fight, you know, I fight guys before I would female. So sure. I protected myself. You know, I ducked. The only thing I did back to her was pick her up and slammed her. You know what I'm saying? That's the only mm-hmm. thing. I mean, that might sound bad, but I was protecting myself. So sure. every time sure. she swing at me, I pick her up and slam her. She said, why do you always got to slam me all the time? I was like, you keep sw- you swing on me, I'm going to slam you. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so mm-hmm. she hit the ground. Yeah, she hit the ground real hard. But it got to the point it, it really got bad because we was in my house. Luckily, my dad and them stayed in back of us. I mean, she punched at me. She threw a vase at me. She scratched me up. And, you know, I, I don't know why. I should have called the cops, though, but I didn't, you know, because I was thinking that we can work it out. Because your father was probably like like Tony and uh, and Rodney, you know what I'm saying? They, they ain't got nothing for you. Yeah, they ain't got nothing for you when you come home to say, hey, look, this is my situation. I'm being abused. And, you know, like you said, we don't talk about it. It's just okay. It's just it's just deal with it. It's it's, it's like I said, it's, there's just no accountability on that side. And, you know, really it's a conversation where that needs more than 10 minutes. This is a great topic, but we don't spend enough time really talking about what is a man supposed to do when he is on the other side of domestic violence. What are you supposed yeah. to account about what to do when he's on domestic violence. I mean, the fact that we're taking 10 minutes about just to talk about it and then moving on to talk about the other side of it, when clearly, clearly, I mean, there's enough people out there, um, you know, mm-hmm. to shift common sense to defend the idea that no man should be putting their hands on women. We got that. That's easy. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. why can't we spend more than 10 minutes talking about the other end of it? Because it's, it's a major problem. Ah, yeah. And let's, because let's my theory, because, let's because my theory is my my theory is black males, not all but most, have this ingrained nature to appease females. No other culture really does it. I know I'm reaching here. I'm just putting it on the table. No other culture really does this. Other males and other cultures, they they have this thing. I, I guess it's patriarchy, and I guess it it, it works. But for some reason even if it's detriment to another individual, even if it goes against right, we males have this thing where we want to do that. I saw two ladies stealing in uh, New York one day. An Asian dude um, was trying to stop them. Five black dudes came out of nowhere and beat up the Asian dude. Not even connected to her in no type of way. Just saw the Asian dude trying to stop them and just came out of nowhere, started punching her. Well, I, I won't say it was all black. It was two black and three uh, Latins. But my point is, we defend it without even thinking. Yeah, and I want to take a poll, you know, based on what the brother was saying, um, you know, about his, his situation. But I want to take a poll and ask the question, who believes that it's never okay for a man to put his hands on a woman in any circumstances. Does anybody believe that? Nobody? So, since 
if, if nobody believes that, what are the scenarios where it's okay? Wait, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. I'm, I'm one who does. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, all right, well, speak. Whoa, 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 whoa. Speak now, forever hold your peace. So you believe that it's never okay. If a woman comes to me and is trying to basically come with a knife or anything and try to kill me, you better make sure I'm going to knock the fuck out of you. You ain't going to take my life. That's for sure. I'm sorry, I ain't going to be one of those guys going to accept it. Please, no, I'm not going to. You, you, you want to come with this? You're going to recognize it. I ain't going to accept you mean, that. You, you mean you are not going to be Phil Hartman? No, I ain't going to be Phil. You're going to come with a knife. I'm going to come with a you You're coming for my life. You're, you're going down, uh, woman. I'm not going down for you. <laughs> Hey Rodney, I'm gonna I wanna follow that question up because every time I hear uh, this thing about a male putting his hands on a female, is there any difference than say just a big chick getting into a fight with a smaller chick? <laughs> okay, let's say Floyd May Floyd Mayweather against uh, uh, Miss uh, Ali. Yeah, well. Is it, I don't know. is it abuse if she if, if, if she beats him up? Is it abuse? Hey, I mean nobody should be putting their hands on nobody. So I don't think yeah, it has exactly, to do with exactly. a man or a woman or none of that stuff. But 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 it, it goes back to the mentality because none of you brothers reacting when if you're gonna if a woman's gonna come for your life, no, uh, it sounds many men are gonna be like, oh man, I can't hit her. No, no. If a woman is coming for your life or coming with a pen, you better defend yourself. Because she ain't going to go, she's going to go crazy emotional and say, I didn't mean to do that. And then you're going to be dead. <laughs> and Ryan, is that what you was talking about? Or are you talking about like in the event that a woman is trying to kill you? Yeah, in an event that a woman is trying to get a knife, get a bat, get something, and it's coming to swing you? Are you going to stand there and say, no, I have my principle. I, I'm not going to hit a woman. No, you better defend yourself. She ain't coming down with, with things like that. And nobody's reacting. Everybody's going the principal. She's a woman. No, she's coming for your life or she's coming to hurt you physically. You better defend yourself. Mm. And, and why, see, why, I, why pose the question, though, Rodney? Why, why further prove my point and pose that question? Despite what the topic, with the topic, no. topic is. I was going back to the topic. I was, I was hoping that, and he went right back to the topic. If the woman is going after you with a weapon, then, you know, that's beyond what the topic is. She hit me. She's about to stab me. Um, so it is kind of time back to that. But I just wanted to get some feedback on that because, um, you know, that's uh, a, 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 a debate. Here's, here's, here's the real solution. Males have to feel that their lives are valued. Males have to feel that that their, their mental anguish is is valued black males in particular get put in positions or put themselves in positions where they allow stuff to go on and when it betrays them then they want to retaliate with the only thing they have left is emotional physicality you got to be more calculated and look at stuff as red flags the brother said earlier the, the girl mentioned xyz why did you not feel that that was a red flag? It should, should really be the question. Why did yeah. you not have, have value for yourself and say, wait a minute, oh, who? You did what? Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. I got to start looking at you with a side eye. Hey, I got a scenario question. Is, is there I a agree thing? with you. 
if there's a male trying to harm harm me, I have the right to put my hands on him if he's trying to do physical harm to me. But is it different right. if a female is trying to do physical harm to me? No. Yeah, monkey wrench. Monkey wrench. If, if the male no, if the male, it's the if, same if the male thing. It's the same thing. I'm not saying it's not the same thing, but it's it's going to be hard to tell that story to the cops. Monkey wrench. Monkey wrench. If the Why male is more petite than you with no, with, with, with no muscle, do you have the right to put the hands on him? You have the right to have a retainer. Here's a monkey wrench. If the male that you just spoke about is more petite than you with no muscle tone, do you have the right? I think Most you would be wrong wrench. if you beat him to a pulp and it was just nothing he could do to defend himself. But I don't think you would be wrong for, you know, getting him up, you know, getting him up off you. I'm glad you said that. Now here's now 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 here's the algebra question. So don't we always say because the person, the 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 lady is is a less physically able to combat? Weaker, Isn't the, that the, the argument? Weaker, the weaker the weaker vessel. The weaker vessel. So would not he be the weaker vessel, more petite, with no muscle talent? I think a man's gonna look at him as it's another man. Who knows what he's got with his pack? You know what I mean? That. I respect that, and that's why I say women are human beings too. Well, no, and it's, it's even more to it. It's kind of like insulting. Like, would, why would you come at me like that when you ain't got, you don't stand a chance, little dude? Kind of thing. Right, right, right. I get that. <laughs> but, 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 but I'm saying, as a human being, I just suggest that guys look at women as human beings and not as this lesser vessel thing, because it's not about lesser vessel. It's about he's a human. He don't have the right. To harm you now, if you could take a slap, I understand. Take a slap and tell her to get out. Move your stuff out of my house. Hopefully, it's your house and you're not living with her. But that's another mm. show. That is another. Can show. I? Can I? I, 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 I got a comment. I got a comment. After this comment, I want to do something different. But go ahead, drop it. Well, I just I just wanted to mention the brother mentioned earlier about um, about hetero versus lesbian relationships and abuse. Uh, you know. And I, I, I had a, I had an experience that I witnessed for myself. You know, I was kind of out and about, went into uh, a department store, and I noticed, you know, there was kind of like a, a lot of people standing by the, you know, entrance kind of looking out. And, uh, you know, as I was checking out or whatever, and when I went out there, man, it was, um, you know, two, two young ladies who were obviously in a relationship, and the one young lady was slapping the other lady, you know, other young lady around. Um, you know, they were in a car, but she was kind of had her, you know, choked up, kind of, you know, popping her a few times in the mouth, what have you. And um, and most people, I mean, the people that were there were just kind of on-looking, not really saying much. Um, but it was, you know, it was one guy, and this was this was this is the reason I bring it up because it was kind of one older dude who kind of was like, hey, you know, um, I'm, a, you know, he kind of walked over, kind of asked if everything was all right decided to kind of sit in this truck, stick around, and make sure the girl was all right. Um, but, again, I mean, I think in that scenario, everybody else just kind of kept it moving. Mm. You know, nobody, I mean, that, now, if that had been a, a man and a woman, you know, you might have had five guys out there because they're not, in their minds they would have been thinking about their daughter. But because it was kind of girl on girl, man, everybody kept it moving. Mm. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, wow. I mean, other other than this one guy who decided, hey, I'm gonna stay to make sure she's safe, make sure she's okay. Because I mean, obviously, you know, regardless of if it was a man or a woman, I mean, there was a female in the car crying who was being abused. Period. Now uh, we got nothing to say about that though, because it's man, it's man to the rescue. Right, right. No, I mean, I, I and again, that that kind of adds because again, like I said, most people who saw it just was kind of like. Oh, that's a shame. And just kept it moving. <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. Mm. I mean, that was the response. Most people were just like, you know, if if they didn't have something to comment about, you know, the type of relationship it was, you know what I mean? But regardless of that, it was still a young lady being abused. Mm. Mm. Just, just wanted to I mean, yeah. Let me, um, I want to change. Anybody? I want to. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hello. Yeah, I was saying uh, I was going to jump in for a minute. Met a beautiful sister years ago that was uh, bisexual at, at one time in her life. And in her mind, she was saying basically that she had had three major relationships go bad in a row with males. So at one, this sister that actually uh, had comforted her. She, she was crying and venting about the dude. Next thing she knows, the sister tongue is down her throat and hand is in her and her hand is in her pants, and it's the best feeling she ever had. But I'm right, sure. Say again. I was just Say saying, again. we got it, man. <laughs> oh, okay, I got it. But now the, uh, and then she was telling me how, because um, I was taking a shirt off, and she had, I knew she had a son, but it was a female's name on there. So that's what she told me, how she went through that phase in her life. But what got her out of it uh, literally was kind of re- uh, related to the aforementioned statement. But uh, the sister she was dating had beat her down, ran out the back door when she called the cops. It was in the north side of Chicago, mainly white community. And when the cops got there, you know, they talked whatever. She could barely talk. She was discombobulated. And then she went in shock because the same girl that beat her came like she was walking down the street. The cops looked at her, and she basically convinced the cops that she knew her and she would take care of it. She's going through a lot right now. And then the cops just left her. And, you know, they trusted because it was another woman and all this type of stuff that she was going to comfort her. And she's like, that's the worst uh, whooping she ever had. So I was thinking about when you say about the lack of intervention, the cops were right there. And if that would have been a brother or something, definitely would have been under the jailhouse. Well, you see, police officers are doing stuff strategically for revenue now. The only real officers we have left, minus the good cop who just wants to be good, are the sheriffs. The sheriffs actually work for the people. The cops actually work for the city who actually works for the city council. The city council dictates what type of, uh, uh, how many tickets or, or uh, incidents uh, an officer should have responded to in a pay period which is why you see people do traps and what have you, because they got to justify for their time on the streets if they have not been responding to calls. So, you know, and, and some people look at it as quota, but it's really not a quota. It's just that you have to justify your time out on the streets if you have not been responding to calls. So that's why you got a lot of officers now, they're looking at stuff that they can make a, a valid arrest that won't be contested. That's how they look at stuff now. Well, they call it the efficiency, the economic efficiency. But however, North Carolina is a little different because even though sheriffs are elected, 
Remember, a lot of the corruption in the South came through sheriffs, and a lot of the stuff was perpetuated by them. But their budgets are still approved by county commissioners, so it still has a parallel with the city council. Hey, I want to I want to okay. throw in something real quick. I want to throw in real something. Make it two seconds. Okay, I'll make it real quick. I think one thing we haven't one thing we haven't examined is um, the cultural violence that's perpetuated. That's uh, kind of creates the situation that domestic violence takes place. If you look at our country, it was founded on violence. Western culture was perpetuated by violence, and that's how America maintains its power through violence. So it's no question why our culture is based on a, a system of violence and why we see domestic violence take shape in the way it is today. Mm, okay. That's a great point. All right. Great point. I'm changing gears. And this is a two-part question. This is a two-part question. In your opinion, what's worse, emotional abuse or physical abuse. Good one. And who, That's a good one. And, and who is more, most so often guilty of the emotional abuse, men or women? Mm. Wow. According to the psych book, it's, it's emotional abuse because it lasts longer and it's harder to root out. Uh, if I stab you with a sword, you will heal from it. You may always feel it, but you will heal from it. If I uh, doubt myself uh, or if I plant an, an idea in your head the way the movie Aviator uh, did, I will, it will always be a, a, a crutch in my life and be hard for me to root out without any type of help. So I'm always going to lean toward the mental aspect. And there is no one person who does it more. We just like to think men do it more. Men do it more? Okay, anybody else? I think it's the I think it's the psychological abuse because you know what's greater the fear of something happened or that that thing actually happens. Wow! Say that again mm-hmm. for him, man. Please just say that one more time for him. <laughs> I just said <laughs> fear because people um. It's more dangerous for something to be afraid that something will happen because that kind of paralyzes you versus when that thing actually happens. Wow. Tying that back to the beginning when the brother said, I want to train my wife to know that she better not ever get out of line. So could that be the fear of the consequences that that's what we're talking about actually other than the actual thing happening, Harry? Yeah. Hello? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we're here. Yeah. yeah, repeat that one more time. Well, well, the brother said earlier, because we were talking mm-hmm. about a woman beating up on a husband, mm-hmm. and then the question was, well, how do we get that respect? And the brother answered the question, but I said, by training her so she'll know not to ever do something crazy like that. So could that training be fear that you're instilling her? Don't act up. Or something bad will happen. Is that, no, is that, is we, that the fear you're talking about? No, yeah, I think that that's a fear that you talk about. But I think when you live in a when you live in a household like that where the tension is at a fever pitch at all times, 
you know, you're going to have things maybe, she may not directly respond to you, but she'll, she'll develop a sense of passive aggressiveness. And things are happening, you may not know why, but it's she's resenting the, the, the state of fear that she lives in. Mm. And then um, we hear this a lot since it's still war, PTSD. A lot of these situations, uh, I, I hear I, that was eloquent, eloquent what you stated earlier about is it the actual act or the fear? But then I look at the uh, part that what if the act has happened? Sometimes, I mean, you got that fear of it recurring or something, even with car accidents, you know, folks will say, after you've been through it, it's important that you get in the driver's seat again or get back on the horse. So I'm wondering with that fear and that trauma or PTSD or paranoia or however it manifests itself. I would. I would say I would say I'll, I'll give you a real life example. I have a I have a client. Well, actually, it's a it's a child of a client that I deal with right now, um, and he was his wife physically and emotionally abused, and this dude was a genius. This dude nowadays he can't function without being drunk all day. He has to be drunk all day because of the PTSD that he suffered as a result of the physical and mental abuse that his wife gave to him or issued out on him. So I think the physical abuse is bad, but also if you combine that with the the mental abuse, I mean, this guy was afraid to go home every day. So he would go to the bar... He would go to the bar before he went home every day so he could sober up so it would have numbed the pain when he walked in the house. Mm. So the fear of something happening is the emotional abuse that can probably stay with a person longer. So let's say the fear of something happening is a result of something that happened. Okay, so we'll talk about what we've been talking about all night. The spouse gets hit one time, right? This person has never been hit, not even by a father. Let's just say it's a woman, and I know we keep going back to that, but let's just say it's a woman who's never been hit by anybody in her entire life. She's been loved on. She's been treated fairly decent her whole life. Then she gets with this man that's great guy. Loved her, take her out, show her the world, promised her everything. One night he may have a glass of wine and it triggers him to slap her in the face, right? And he says, I'm sorry, honey, it's going to be all right. I'll never do it again. But at that point, the fear is there, the damage is done. And that's when the emotional abuse begins, I believe. Yeah, I also think it depends. I also think what also reinforces that is, a slap versus an all-out beatdown. Okay. Well, let's Cause, say Because if, 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 if a guy, like, slaps a woman in response, she may be like, oh, he slipped or he was drunk or whatever. But if a guy pummels a woman, then she is going to be in fear. She might not even report that. Wow. I, hey, I've got, a, I've got a comment, and it's it's dealing with the fear. So... Um, 
here's, and I and I I counsel I counseled a couple recently, and um, and it's just and I and I want you, I want your thoughts because we're talking about this fear situation. So I understand that you know the example Tony just gave about the person being slapped or whatever. If the fear at that moment is instituted, but but my question is, for a woman who's in a relationship with a man, and they get into a heated argument, and let's say the man doesn't put his hands on, but he walks out of the house, um, and you know stays gone, whether it be uh, all night to the wee hours of the morning or all night to the point where he doesn't come back to the next day, and then he comes back and he says to the woman, "Hey." I'll never do that again. My question is, are those two fears different, the fear of being slapped or the fear of being left alone? Mm. You know what? Because, I think because that – go, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'll answer. No, I just was, I just was going to say because in the mind of a woman or a man, that fear could be very much similar. But, but I, want your, I want your thoughts. I mean, because, again, this is a – Scenario I just had, you know. Somebody brought up the word earlier, triggers, right? Mm-hmm. And we think about certain things that have happened in the past that may ignite a, fe- a present fear. And let's just say that girl had, you know, when the husband left, you know, maybe she's got a history of men leaving. Daddy left. Awesome. Granddaddy left. Somebody left. Awesome. So now, so now. When the husband left, oh, no, here comes another man leaving. Even though we tell a man, before you put your hands on a woman, walk away. Leave the situation. Go get some fresh air. Go get in your car and drive away. That's the advice that we give him. But, and he's doing that, but in this particular woman's situation, that may be a trigger that ignites something that she's like, you know, I've been dealing with this part, and now here's this fear again. I think it all relies on the person's situation and the way they have to handle that actual circumstance. That's just my answer. Okay. No, that's that's good. I, I think it also. I think that 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 scenario also speaks to your man's comment earlier. And I wasn't on the call earlier, but you stated that the gentleman said, "Hey, you know, you've got to train your wife to never yeah. get out of line." I, I think when you think about again, it's two different types of fear, whether it be the slap of training her never to get out of line or the leaving and igniting that fear in her that, that says, if you ever get out of line, he's going to leave you. And mm-hmm. mentally, that, that, that is the message in the mind of that woman that if I get out of line, if I say the wrong thing, if I, if I don't make the dinner well, if I don't do this right, he's going to leave. He's going to walk out. Um, you know what? Yeah, like I, hey, listen, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Listen, finish that, but it's funny that you say that, and you weren't on the phone earlier because I'm watching no. the board, but earlier the, the brother said that the way that I would train her is to tell her that I'm going to leave. This is what you said. Wow, wow, wow. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Wow. No, no because, because, because the reality is, is that, again, that is, even that is a level of control, even that is a level of abuse. Uh, you know, for a woman, and I, and again, I'm not. Please don't hear this as me trying to uh, devalue the physical abuse. I'm just saying both of them have have a really harsh impact. You know, however they're done, but that 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 fear of he's gonna walk out. He, you know, he, you know, especially for guys that's kind of the breadwinner, sole provider, that kind of thing. 
you know, when he leaves, you know, it's over. I've even I've even heard women say, you know, if he was ever to walk out, um, I couldn't manage my household. They would come and take my house. They would they would they would they would take my children because I don't make enough or you know what I'm saying? I, I've heard and and that's a and that's a conscious fear that women live with at times. It is, man. It I have is. a question. Wow. Go ahead. So so you so and I know it's not for every situation. So the thing that that, that was on the table a second ago was that that is a form of control. Okay. So at what point does that person be allowed to be a human being and make a decision for their own sanity? If that's a, if that's a form of control that can be perceived, and I understand because I do counseling as well, it can be perceived by the lady as a form of control. At what point does that human being, the man, deserve the ability to make a decision that impacts his sanity and ability to deal with things? Or if the question is, because he's a man, he does not have the right for that human decision like she does, because she can leave whenever she wants to, he has to just endure. So where do we draw the line? Well, well I, oh, I'm sorry. Tony, go ahead. Did you want to respond? I'm no, 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 no. You go ahead. You go ahead. You know, for 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 me, I think it's I think it's I think it's a couple of different scenarios that play out here because is it is it the man saying I'm leaving for good? Is it the man saying I'm leaving because I need a break? Is it the man saying, hey, you know, this is heated, let me cool off? I think I think I think he has the right to make a decision at, in any of those scenarios, but the impact, the blow that's going to come, is going to be dependent upon the context. Because, again, if it's him just saying, hey, you know, we've been going strong, you know, taking care of the kids, taking care of the household, I just need a night out with the fellows, that's one thing. That doesn't necessarily strike fear in the woman. But what strikes fear is when it is that we get in a heated situation, you, you, you feel like you need to exit stage left. Well, well, well so here's, think, what, here's, here's what the original conversation was, and, and I just want to see what your take on it. There's no right and wrong answer, but – the original, when the brother said, train your woman, we were saying if if the woman hit him, that's what the original conversation was. He said he needs to train her to let her know that's not going to be acceptable. I said is to, hey, next time you do that, I'm going to leave. Does he have that right, or does it still fall into the category for her after she's hit him, which is how we got on the term train, he is has the ability to impact her and her whatever she got going on. No, no, for me for me, I feel like that man, if he is being abused uh by the woman, has the same right and the same privilege, using your term, as a human being to not be abused. So at the moment at the moment that, that abuse begins, at the commencement of the abuse, he has every right to exit. Uh, at, at that moment, you know, and 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 needs to be careful uh, how he uses the language of if you do that again, I'm going to leave. Now don't 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 make that an empty threat because again, abuse is happening. So you don't want to make that an empty threat. There 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 are uh, men and women who have said, you know, if you keep doing this, I'm going to go, but never go. Mm. So 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 it's got to be you got to be conscious of. 
making these empty threats as opposed to following through. Because the, the, the difference Please, go, go ahead. Yeah, I'm thinking if I was in that situation, um, and I, I just joined in, so I don't know what you know what's going on you know during the call, uh, but just on that scenario, if I was in that situation, uh, first thing I would restrain her um, in a way that she would not be able to hit me again, and then the situation was this will never happen again, and if I do, this will be the course of action, and that's what I would I would follow I would follow with. Um, but uh, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Nobody needs me in a situation where somebody's going to hit on them. Right. We are in a situation where we cannot win, okay, yeah. because if yeah. we stay in there and, and they feel like they can hit us and attack us and, you know, throw pans or whatever they're going to do, we lose. And if we hit back, we lose. We cannot win in a, in a physical situation. Oh, we can Ray race her, yeah. but we won't win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. I, Mr. Host, I, I got I got to drop a monkey wrench, and I want y'all to stay right there. But hold on, hold right on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, Rodney, hold yeah. on just one second. Hold on one okay. second. Okay. Alvin made a, 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 a comment that I think it was way – it was so profound, I think that we didn't catch it. We didn't catch it, and I think we need to give it a little bit of thought. Okay. He was saying something to the respect of – the woman staying in an abusive situation out of fear of losing what she's got. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You follow what I'm saying? And that may be the difference between your daughter coming to tell you that she's been abused and her not telling you. Yeah, happens That a may lot. be the difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that we need to stay on there for just a couple more minutes because – how often, and it does happen a lot, how often is it happening when the woman is, she knows it's unsafe, but the, she, she's dependent on that paycheck, she's dependent on the man to come in and help with the, raise those kids, right. paying that mortgage, right. whatever the bills are, and she refuses to leave because of that abusive situation. Can we speak to that just a little bit? Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. And, and, I, and I would say, Tony, be bigger than, Bigger than the, the 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 monetary is that sometimes it is a level of embarrassment that I you know my marriage didn't work. It's a level of you know what will my friends say because I had a I have a good man quote unquote at least in society's eyes because you know uh, he's a BMW a black man working but he's still putting his hands you know what I'm saying on you, yeah. you know, you, you, you know the, a lot of these thoughts go through the mind of someone who's being abused, who's being oppressed. Uh, of course, I can't speak for every woman's situation, but a lot of those thoughts go through the mind of somebody who's in a situation, you know, um, you know, if, if I go, you know, somebody else is going to get him uh, who, who may put up with it, so maybe I should, you know. I mean, you, you, and again, I, I know some of these thoughts seem irrational, or ir- irrational or illogical to, quote-unquote, the, the mind of the person who's not being abused. But when you're in that situation, these are very much real thoughts that go through the mind of someone who's in it. But, but, but here's the monkey, right? because, the show, because the show is about him getting hit. We cannot go down the list and make the same statement because we're so detached from his experience of being hit. True, 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 true. Mm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we, we've been, we've been, we've been conditioned. Was there a guy in here that, that had been physically abused? Huh? Say it again. 
I, no, I missed it was both not. of the show. It was not. Somebody only... oh, okay. No. Mm-mm. Yeah, okay. I had a monkey wrench. Go ahead, Brian. I had, I, I had a monkey wrench just tying back to what um what y'all was saying about the piece. Uh, he's going to leave. He's going to walk out. And what is what is the topic again? She hit me. She hit me, and I'm going to try to do this. Um, what if your wife hits you with this statement that she's not in love with you anymore? So, again, it's time back to the topic, um, not being physical, but she hits you with the statement that she's not in love with you anymore. And then she hits you with, I don't, I don't want to be your wife. <laughs> right. Wow. Uh, do you want to work? Do, do, do you want to work at this or do you want to just uh, call it quits? And uh, if so, I'm already lawyer tight, which is what I preach to every dude. I'm already <laughs> great. So uh, I know people have been calling me arrogant for years, but I'm going to make sure I have my sanity so I don't kill you. I am lawyer type. So you let me know. I got a, I, I got a relationship expert that's, that's not at our church. Hey, that Clint, really... you, that, I mean, to me, that sounds like if she says, if she approaches you and she says, you know, um, honey, I'm no longer in love, and, I, and, I, and I've been thinking about it for a long time, I don't want to be – Married to you no more. Your response is to threaten her with your power. How is that a threat? Huh? <laughs> you just How said you lawyered up. Wait, wait. I'm kind like, of like that sounds. That sounds like that sounds like enemy talk instantly. But, but wait a minute. What she what she is saying to me is not enemy talk. She's telling no. you. No, what she's telling you is how she honestly feels, probably. Yeah. Okay. Wait, wait, that, that's not a threat. She made a statement. I don't love you, and I don't want to be your wife. That's not a threat. No, that no, no. Her, hers is not a threat. But if your response, if your response is, "Hey, I got lawyers," so what you want to do? That's a that sounds like a threat. No, that's a what you're saying, But what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, she has dropped like, that in public, and he has to react. It could be perceived as 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 kind of you know gangster talk. You know what we Respectfully, that's now her problem because she has put us at a scenario where she has projected that she doesn't want to be a team anymore. No, I, I think it, that it's still, it, it's still is that what for said? negotiation or like kind of cordial, okay, I'm cordial relationship. Her, you know? I'm supposed to appease her and make her feel better. You don't and, have to appease her, but you don't have to respond like... You don't, you don't have to respond like, make the wrong move, and you're going to wish you didn't. You know what I mean? No, see, that's not the situation. He's saying, what he's saying is, I'm prepared if she doesn't want to be my wife. No, he that's said that. Why, why should that be the visual reaction, though? I mean, Roddy, Roddy didn't even say that. He said, what if she comes to you and says, I'm not in love with you anymore? That's not saying, hey, I automatically want a divorce. That's not saying I'm not willing to, to work things out. She's making a statement, so you know why, why can't the reaction be, well, you know, honey, you know, you know what went wrong, or you know what can we do, 
or no, no, you know no, what you know would you, would you like to are you willing to work uh, you know are, are you willing to work through this together so it seems mm-hmm. like our automatic response is going to be oh, okay well let's just get defensive let let me just get defensive and let me show you how much power that I have since you don't came at me and you know in my eyes threatened me when I mean when all Rodney said was a simple phrase I'm not that's in love true. with you right that's now true. so that's the, the, that's the next statement was, and I don't want to be your wife. No, that's not what he no, said. No, 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 he's actually right. He's actually right. What, what I should have said is, what went wrong? Uh, is this an issue that we can work out? He, he's absolutely right. I came at it wrong. So he, he's absolutely right. Well, let me tell you what. If my wife said to me, I don't want to be your wife anymore, okay, that's a, that's a, that's a statement. I mean, that's, that's for real. See, because I've been down that road. But that's, that wasn't the question, though. No, no, that, that's no, not what Rodney thinking, said. He but, said, I'm not in love with you. She didn't say she didn't want to be your wife. Okay, but those are two different things. I'm not in love with you, and I don't want to be your wife is two different things. I said, if the next statement, if the next statement is, and I, and I don't want to be your wife, then you need to be smart. But, I mean, you still, that doesn't mean that y'all are not cordial or y'all can't still be friends or something. Like, not necessarily... I'm not talking about friends like your best friends. I'm saying you can still keep it decent. You've been divorced? I've never been divorced. <laughs> but, 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 look, look, I haven't been divorced, but I have. There's no such thing. There's no such thing. I have a psychotic baby mama, so I know, <laughs> I know it's, it's close. As a, as a sweet, you know, divorce, buddy, it, uh, it gets to a point that it gets funky. I mean, my situation got funky. It was expensive having a baby mama. Very expensive for me. So, you know, I know know what it is to be attacked by an angry woman, put it like that. I'm thinking if not only did she get the baby money, she got half of everything you had. And trying to get more. But but, but But it felt like that as much lawyer money as I was putting out. But, but, you know, the other brother made the point that, that I didn't catch in my haste. What 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 should be as men our number one thing as a calculated man? You need to find out, or I should have found out what the issues were before, because I did take the uh, defensive route. You know what I'm saying? And when he pointed it out, that, that yeah, I did take the defensive route because initially I took the the simple words Rodney said as a form of betrayal and a form of singularity, and I shouldn't have taken it at that point. But, again, I haven't made it to marriage as of yet, which is why I listen to this great show. To <laughs> hey, but Correct, let me ask you this, because I think, I think this is real important. Um, why do you think you took it that way? Quick, quick analyzation, uh, because I just think it's inappropriate to to utter those type of things without having a a a a test to see if we can mend the situation. When you come and I guess for for me, when you come and bring a person a bunch of absolutes, as nice as Rodney put put it, I heard it as absolutes. Mm-hmm. I didn't hear it as working theories, as something we can work on. I heard it as you initially, and that's just the way it, it sounded, but that ain't what, what it really was. Right. Initially, it sounded like I've drawn a conclusion, but what you got going on. But see, that, that, 
see, this goes, and I think this, in my opinion, this is really important. As uh, as an as intelligent as you are, and as wise as you are, and I would imagine, I think I would imagine you in your forties, and you've been around long enough, you don't know that something that's presented to you right now generally is not what it is in its total and complete truth. You know what I mean? It's just it could just be well, well, something well, for that well, moment that it may not be the real truth. Well, well, well. Here's the thing: I'm only smart on Tuesdays. Any other day, I'm just done, done. But but aside from that, the reality is, is that as a as a non-married guy, a guy who came close to being married, I even listening to this show, I try to put myself in a learning state to where I can let go of that single man mentality, and that's part of it. It doesn't have nothing to do with the intelligence or what have you. What I observe, even from listening to you guys, being married is a humbling thing. And it's a a very over-the-top humbling thing that brings you joy, I'm sure, listening to you guys. But it is a humbling thing. And I think it's, it's, it's what you just heard a second ago was me catching myself from thinking as a single guy that – yeah, this is one of those situations where I got to realize she's very emotional. This is probably something she's thinking in the moment. And, you know, answering your question, sometimes we as guys, we don't catch that, but we got to catch it, and, and that's okay. the point. And I don't want, I don't want, I, I jumped in because I don't want nobody to cut in before me because, like I said, I think this is important. Okay, so considering that, considering as articulate as you are and that you talk to a lot of people, do you think that it's dangerous that you – actually probably don't know what you're talking about because that's just what you said to me that's what i just think i heard you say well anybody anybody can can verbally attack someone or critique someone in in a moment even a doctor uh needs a doctor so you know that can happen with with anybody the question as far as my personal that you've put it over there in that arena Thing my personal is: Are you trying to help individuals, or are you just standing on the sideline critiquing the people who are trying to help? That's that's where it comes down to on, on that. When it comes to these personal things, these personal foupas, I don't care if you got a master in psychology. Everybody slips. Everybody has a personal in there somewhere. The trick is, and I think the other brother will will, will tell you he's in counseling. The trick is to remove yourself as much as possible and try to help the individual that is in front of you and to get them to realize their own path, not to uh, uh, tattoo them with what you think. So when you hear me talk as I'm talking right now, I'm talking as regular me, regular Q. I'm not talking as the Q trying to help someone. So that's where the disparity is. It's the same thing with a doctor. You don't say to a doctor, hey, you screwed up, so you shouldn't have your PhD. No, it's everybody has those types of symptoms. That's why doctors need doctors, and they tell you in medical, don't uh, diagnose somebody you care about because you're too close to the patient. But go ahead. Mm-hmm. Good point. Well, I, 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 just, I just wanted to piggyback on that and say, man, that your statement right there just, just highlighted um, the need for counseling because most people, and even even for the topic tonight, where whether it be abuse or just marital counseling, premarital counseling, in the marriage counseling, 
after the marriage counseling, you know, I think you highlighted that because m- most of us are so close to the situations that we're in that we, we, we can't take a neutral route as much as, we, you know what I'm saying, and, and help ourselves. And, and that becomes a challenge for a lot of people is that, you know, we, we think that we can kind of be neutral and give an opinion to our own situation. And, and that's hard to do, man, when, you, when you're in it and when you're close to it. So I, I think you just highlighted in a great way the need to have a mediator, a neutral party, somebody that can kind of bring to bear and even to light some of the things that you, you miss because you're kind of stumbling through your own darkness. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Good words. Good words. Good words. You know what? Let me let, let me also make this statement real quick, gentlemen, uh, because he just he just got the thought that I needed to put out. I think anybody who, even with this show, when you're trying to help other people, that is a very difficult thing. That is an extremely difficult thing to help other folks outside of yourself, let alone strangers. And it it it, it takes a bit of you. Uh, piece by piece. So what's hard for us many times is the folks who don't do anything. And there's a disparity between the folks who don't do anything and the folks who at least try. And I just think if there were more of us trying, especially men helping men, and that's where I'm getting to because it's a man topic for the show, if men would help men more, just be there for them or point them into a different direction or whatever the case may be. The person may not change their life that day, but at least a seed has been planted for an opportunity to be great. But I, I just, I, you know, it kind of kind of hurts me to not see males, especially black males, help each other as much as they should be. Mm. Good words. I think um, I think we need some open mic. Sure thing. We haven't had an open it. mic in a while, man. Hold yeah. on. Y'all give me, give me a second. Holla, Joe. It's time to go. Next week's topic is bondage. Later on, peace out.